Hello, and welcome back for episode eight of the Pretty Little Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Phoebe. And I'm Caroline. And today we're going to be recapping episode eight of the Pretty Little... Of the Pretty Little Liars. And it's called Please Do Talk About Me When I'm Gone, which is actually exactly how I feel. I know it is. I know it is. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> I do indeed know. Okay, anyway. Um, guys, I actually, first of all, just want to say, thanks for all the love on our TikTok. <laughs> it literally makes me feel like a celeb. What about you, Fee? Well, I honestly feel like just a follower of the account. Oh, I guess that's true. I'll just like look at it and I'm like, oh, they're saying so many nice things about Caroline. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, well, oh. If you want to make content, be my guest, Phoebe. No. Do you want to make a TikTok? I'm too busy editing the podcast. Oh, you're too... Every minute of every day, it's all she does. Guys, finals week a couple weeks ago, I was like on my deathbed trying to get that episode done. And Caroline knows it. I uploaded that episode at 4 a.m. Disgusting. I was like... Because I also had to like do stuff for like school... But I had to get it edited and we were like trying to, we, we couldn't record it and we were doing it on Zoom. It It was was a shit show to Um, be quite frank. So I'm glad that y'all stuck through that. And if I made any editing blunders, just forget about it. Comment on the TikTok. Let me know. (laughs) Just kidding. Um, Well, yes. Okay. So I do run our social media channels because I feel like that's like you do the editing and then I kind of handle like the marketing. Yeah, that's fair. Which is, you know, it's not really even because Phoebe does way more work, but it's not like I'm keeping her from the channels. Like, <laughs> you're not. I'm gatekeeping. I'm logged into the Instagram, but. Oh, my God. Wait. No, this is a great question. Okay. Out of the Pretty Little Liars, who would be gatekeep? Who would be girl boss? <laughs> who would be gaslight? All right. Can I get my answers first? Yeah. Okay. Gatekeep? Aria. What? <laughs> Hundred like percent. It's actually not a doubt in my mind. Sorry, <laughs> that's so annoying. Oh my um, god, girl boss, Hannah. I can't. I want to comment because all of these are exactly what I think. And gaslight, <laughs> Spencer or Allie. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I okay. So no, a hundred percent. Arya's gatekeep. Arya's the type that like she's like my favorite poet. I don't want anybody to ever find him. And it's like ee Cummings. Like she's like. <laughs> Literally, she's like, no, I, I like, don't or tell I mean, people. Okay, there was a girl. Oh, my God. Okay, so I used to take, like, rep class where we would, like, add books or add music to our um, vocal books. And this girl sang this song called Loose Ends. And we all loved it. And we would be like, hey, where is that? What is that song from? Like, I want to sing it. And she'd be like, my voice teacher told me I can't tell anybody. That is so um. Uh, Insuffer- okay. insufferable behavior insufferable behavior. i feel like also like we kind of get a nod to that when she and ezra meet uh-huh. and that oh, song and is like, playing you know, you know like, oh my god wait, you know this band like i knew them before literally anybody else they're like knew i don't think anybody else knew because i won't show anybody else <laughs> so the only way i would know someone liked it is if they told me first. i like, go to the record store and like make sure that i buy every I single available- that i can't <laughs> afford yeah literally like she is definition gatekeep for sure. Hannah Marin she's like comes a, by it honestly. Like Ashley Marin is straight up girl boss. A good girl boss. Like not not the annoying selling sunset like chuggy. I hate right. that word now. I mean, but but like, Hannah does have her 
have her moments where she's a little chuggy. Well, it's the hard fashion. with this fucking show and the writing. Everything she says is chuggy. But the fashion is super girl boss. Yeah. I mean, it's business, it's casual. business casual. It's like that's what girl bosses have to wear is a dress code to be a girl boss. I could see her like creating her own lipstick line or like fashion Instagram. Oh, my God. If she was like alive now. I don't know if she's dead, but if, if <laughs> the character Hannah Marin existed in the year 2022, she would 100% be an Instagram influencer. Fair enough. Or like to know it would be like her primary source of income. Yeah. And I think Gaslight is definitely Spencer now that I was like kind of like, oh, maybe not. But it definitely is now because like think about when they when they find the blood and they're like and they're like, oh, oh my God, yeah. is that blood? And Spencer's like, don't go there. I or know, literally. When the well, no, thing in the woods more... happens and they're like, oh, my God. Yeah, it was A, and Spencer's like, well, no, it's just a bunny rabbit. Of like Spencer with Melissa's boyfriends, yeah. where she's like, oh my god, Melissa, he loves you, and meanwhile she's like literally yeah. hooking up with him in the back. Like, I feel like it's totally like she just gaslights everyone around her that like she's not. Or I mean, lying about doing. the fucking essay. Oh my god, yeah. She oh gaslit that professor. Spencer Hastings, like, no, we love, and I want to be very clear, like we love all of these people mostly so much. But, like, she's for sure a gaslighter. If we have to. And Emily, just not. She's just Nothing. perfect. Well. <laughs> well, she's just, like. I just think pure. she's too boring. Oh. To fit into any of those things. boring. Wait, but speaking of Emily. So, Shay Mitchell is, like, ready to pop. She's so pregnant. Don't know if you guys know that. If you follow her, you definitely do. Very exciting. Baby um, number two, right? Mm-hmm. So, her first kid is named Atlas. Which, mm-hmm. like, out of all celebrity baby names, Kind of cool. It's not so bad. So she did say she has a name picked out for the new baby. And I don't know if it's a boy or a girl. But she said, like, she was giving a clue. And the clue is my, my heart. heart. So I feel like it has to be, like, a more my Atlas and a more. Maybe the A is more a, a. Maybe she's going to name all her kids oh starting with an God. A. Because like, Pretty Little Liars is my heart. She's like Maya. <laughs> No, it's going to be Allison. Allison, oh Give my God. Sasha. Atlas and Allison. I mean, They're kind of cute. Um, But I, my first guess, Amore was there, but I, I mean, Corazon is more, and that's kind of a cool Yeah, a I cool can see name. that for sure. What else could it be? What, my heart. I have no clue. What if it's literally just like heart? Oh, no, what if she like pulls an Elon Musk and it's like, it's like an emoji. Like, yeah, I was going to say, what if it's just like the heart emoji? It's like, like the, the arrow going it's through like it. The, it's like the coding code yes, for, for the, the heart emoji. No, oh my God. <laughs> Real ones will know. It is and hearts, semicolon. You don't know what this is, but. <laughs> what the? What okay, no, the fuck? <laughs> Listen. Caroline looks like a kid on Christmas. Okay, because I am so excited to discuss this. So. And to think that Phoebe doesn't know, I mean, how ignorant can you be? If you are around my age and you were around for the MySpace era and we were all like professional coders and had never taken a single class, <laughs> we would all like, so So for MySpace, it's not like Facebook. You got to completely customize like your layout. And there were blogs that were dedicated to layout. So they would have a bunch. But you could also like kind of. It's so much at, more fun, like Tumblr. More. Yeah. Yes. But similar to Tumblr. God, so, bring Tumblr back, JK. Well, don't, it's don't. really helped me in my Tumblr days because I could do this. So you would like look at the formats and eventually you kind of got the idea like, oh, if I put, insert this here, like this will show up or I can copy this format to make my own yeah. layout. And like we would, we would literally like code our whole layouts 
And if you wanted to do a heart at that time, you could write, like, if you wanted to show up like a, you know, normal heart, you would write the ampersand, mm-hmm. hearts. It's one of my favorite words. Ampersand? Yeah. Ampersand, ampersand. Anyway, you would, you would write ampersand. Take it back. You must listen, because you'll never get to write it if you don't. Well, thankfully. Listen. Okay. Stop talking. <laughs> my God. Am I not being clear? Yeah. Ampersand, hearts semicolon and you would put that in and it would show up when you went to preview your actual like profile it would show up as a heart so maybe she's gonna name her kid ampersand heart semicolon wow. Shay, please please do it please. i know you might already probably have a normal name picked out but you just won't. consider she does not have a normal name picked out her other kid's name is atlas fair it's objectively not a normal name all right so we're just gonna do a quick little recap from episode seven there's no place like homecoming no. No. The homecoming <laughs> hangover. You already fucked us up. The homecoming hang- I literally can't count on you for anything. Just kidding. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm kidding, Mom. <laughs> the homecoming hangover. An explosive episode. <laughs> explosive. Um, we know that Byron decided to make Ella leave, which is horrific behavior. Mr. Fitz is interviewing for a new job in New York City. Sarah Shepard is, in fact, the substitute. Arya decides to break into Ezra's apartment in order to find out that he is, number one, has a horrible voicemail. Number two, (laughs) is interviewing for a job in New York. We find out that Toby and Jenna were involved romantically. Yes, Emily, romantically. Toby is probably dead, though, is where, where we left off. Jenna's very worried. She goes to Emily, threatens Emily about the file, and says, no one can see that file. Meanwhile, while that conversation is happening, Arya, Spencer, and Hannah are in the woods once again with the file, deciding what to do with it. Arya is tired of talking, me, 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 and throws it into the river. At the end of the episode, we find that A has decided to retrieve all of the loose papers from the file from the river and is collecting them. So A has the file, and that's kind of where we left off, but... This episode, we will be also talking about the memorial that the girls have been starting to construct in honor of Allison. Here we go. Scene one. Well, we certainly start off with a quite explosive. Oh, how explosive is going to be the word of the pod. We start out with a pretty intense scene. Like, it doesn't seem like it's going to be intense. It's like they're all kind of being casual. But the things that are said. What? I. Okay. Okay. Are you? Is making it so hard to rewatch this show. And what's so funny is like when we watched this the first time, we were like, we love her. Like it just shows how immature she is because we were probably on the same maturity level like when we loved her. But okay, before we get into like what's happening. So all the girls are at Spencer's house. It's, um, you know, they're getting ready for the memorial and they have, I guess, commissioned an artist to like make a piece for this memorial. Um Arya is wearing suspenders. <laughs> However, the suspenders, you know how typically like the suspenders come from the back, right? And they come over your shoulders and then they clip like to your pants. And that's, it's like a belt kind of deal. Hers are literally not clipped to anything. So they are just swinging around Imagine, dangling. Like, how stiff her body must be at I know, the end of the day because on. she's having to like tense her shoulders no, so she's much literally, to like, keep stapled the- them to her yeah. shoulder she's like mike just do it just oh just do it just staple them on my shoulder like <laughs> what on 
Earth. Mike's was... like, I thought the eyeliner was bad. Maybe she's <laughs> acting fuck? out because her mom left. She's maybe like, she's like, maybe <laughs> if I put staples in my shoulders, my mom will yeah, come back. She's like, maybe if I wear this outfit, they'll be like, oh, she needs help. Maybe that's why she's being such a bitch in this episode because. Oh my god. So they're pushing this. I don't know how they even got this thing into the house. Like, I'm really perplexed as to how this is the easiest way they could have presented. It. Whatever, it doesn't matter. They, Arya and Spencer are pushing this massive crate massive that crate. all four of them could fit into which immediately i'm like there's like a body yeah. in there like a is doing something it's it's so they're pushing not. it into spencer's like kitchen living room area hannah is reading what looks like blueprints it's on the map I, I thought oh it's not a map but it looks like it's like it's an like a fucking scroll map. it's like a bizarre thing she's looking at emily's like so where's your mom staying or whatever to aria and aria's like there's an apartment over over the gallery so it's fine and Hannah's like, don't you think it's weird or something like that? She like doesn't look up from the map. She like, just her eyes move, and she's like, don't you think it's kind of weird? And Hannah's like, Hannah's like, it's weird, isn't it? Your mom leaving, and Arya goes, yeah, almost like my dad should have left. That's what you'd expect. Oh my god, Ooh, what the fuck? What do you mean? thing to say like she's literally like well that's what you'd expect because your life like your father left you so that's just what you think happens like uh, it's why but I mean, she also, Arya, like your dad yes your dad should have left he is the one who cheated and ruined the relationship like why on earth is she the one who's leaving and like you should be livid you at your dad because literally hate your dad not only did he cheat on your mom for however long that happened but he's made you keep the secret for so long he moved your family to iceland for a he year is like and you're like you know what this honestly checks out like he her being a byron apologist it really like so they open up the crate and what they find is this it's like a bird bath is it a, did ali love birds like i don't, I don't understand why the go-to memorial is a bird bath I don't want birds anywhere near a memorial for me, my gravestone. I, in fact, I would love it if you could like in like strictly enforce that no birds are around because <laughs> I actually hate birds. Oh, <laughs> so and I'm birds obviously passionate. Watch out. I mean, I'm not gonna like I'm not gonna like be vindictive towards a bird. I just hate them, and like I'm sorry, but Planet Earth's not a zoo. I'm like I don't want birds <laughs> all around me, and when I see them, I'm like. Please stay back. And I think part Please of it stay back. is because, number one, they can fly, but they're not cool about it. They, like, fly, <laughs> and they're, like, menaces to society. They're, like, I'm going to fly, like, next to your head. Like, I'm going to whoosh past you. I'm going to try to steal things out of you your head. You want to hear something funny? I was about to say something funny, or is that bird pooped on me? Wait, I was going to say a similar story. When Go ahead. What you was You know, it's story? lucky. Was, ew. They say it because it's, like, such a small chance that a bird's going <laughs> to literally shit on you. <laughs> and so they say it's, like, lucky. It's like, you know, being struck by lightning is lucky or being eaten by a shark. Just right. Kidding. But well, like, anyway, they do say it's lucky. Um, I was in Charleston and I was like walking through the battery to Jen's apartment and I like walk. I was wearing a tank top. OK. And I'm these walking. These stories are eerily similar. And it's like, blah. And I was like, oh. <laughs> and I was like, wait, what? Like, I did not know what just happened. I was I was so bad. I was confused. I was baffled even. For sure. And I'm looking at my Aunt Jen's like, oh, like a bird just shit on you. <laughs> I was like, come again? Like what? And yeah, I was actually covered in bird shit. And I I probably took like 10 showers. It's the grossest sensation ever. It is. It's like slime. Ew, it's it horrible. It literally is like mucus slime. Ugh. Like that's what it feels like. And it, ugh, I don't actually I, so I hate birds. Moral story, I hate birds. My, this happened to me also in Charleston. It was too many birds there. (laughs) 
And they're like all kinds of birds. A lot of them are like, like again, a lot of them are bold. They're bold. This was a cardinal. So that's like a particular oh kind of. Okay. No, was, do you want to know why it's crazy? There was a day in Charleston where it was me, Caroline, Lily, and our mom. And we got into. Wait, was I there? Mm-hmm. We got into the world's biggest fight. You and me? <laughs> no. All four of us. Oh, my God. Do you not remember this? I mean, you have given... The world's biggest fight. Oh! <laughs> yeah. That fight. In, in the year 2020? Yes. Okay. Enough said. It was this, it was this fight. Um, things were left on, let's say, uncertain terms. <laughs> it was like, don't know who's going to be in the house when you get back. Literally. So Don't know who's going to be in the city anymore. <laughs> I was trying to leave. <laughs> I was like, I'm booking a flight. You weren't online. the only one that was also trying to leave. I went on. This isn't an exaggeration. I left the house at maybe 3 p.m. And I went. I did not come home until it was dark. I was riding my bike. Mom or, also. I know. Mom well, we got didn't, in the car. That's really. We didn't know where mom was going. We didn't know what was happening. So I was riding my bike just like so. I was annoyed at everybody. We were all. After mom left, we also like the three of us got into a separate fight that was coming off of that fight and so i'm riding my bike and i'm like fuming on this bike ride like just so mad like carrying so much resentment for the entire situation i have like who knows what my sad playlist probably playing i'm like riding my bike oh anyway my God. i rode like 22 miles <laughs> that is not an exaggeration yeah. i was also in like a penny like also shoulder, oh, shoulders bare. Shirt. okay Okay. You should have right. called it that if you don't want me to call it. That. I never did. Dad did. Oh, I thought you called it your confidence no, shirt because no. you felt confident in it. No, it was dubbed that by our father. <laughs> anyway, I was riding my bike and I see a cardinal and like cardinal. We anytime anybody in our family sees cardinals, most people are. I mean, it's like supposed to be a loved one or whatever. So it's yeah, cute like to an see. Angel. We love seeing them. So I was like, oh, that's cute. It circles. <laughs> And it comes back from behind me. Oh, my and God. It, like, chose you. Yeah. And it just poops on me. <laughs> so I immediately called mom. I called. That's incredible. You called mom. After well, that. I know. I was like, this actually might be, like, a good icebreaker. Oh, my God. I called her, and she didn't answer. <laughs> oh, my God. Rock and roll. And <laughs> I, um, but then I told her later that I, like, went, I, like, t- I think I texted her after she didn't answer. And I was, like. I, this is me apologizing for the role that I played in the fight. A cardinal just pooped on me. So I feel like it's a sign from the universe that maybe I'm in the wrong. Maybe I need to rethink however this fight went wow. and be the bigger person and apologize. So that is how I apologize. But that's also the time that a bird pooped on me, a cardinal, which is just its own experience. That is wild. I don't even know if I knew that. So this so. bird bath is in this crate and i i really want to say something specific about the girls so on the bird bath are like these little figurines of girls and the only way i can describe them is that they look exactly like the figurines in harry potter deathly hallows when they talk about the deathly hallows yes and that story plays and it's like the figure like the like stick looking figures you're right exact same style and i'll post a picture do you think these are the same universe Harry Potter and Pretty Harry Little Potter, Liars. Hmm. So we're just meant to believe that none of the Pretty Little Liars have magic powers? Or does that come in a later season? Because I don't believe that... What are the odds? One in five, probably, <laughs> is a wizard or a witch. So it couldn't be. Impossible. Anyway. 
Um, they're like, this is going to be so amazing. Like, think about it. There are going to be people that come here and all they know about Allie is that she's the girl the memorial is dedicated to. And Phoebe hears that and goes, thank God, because <laughs> she hates Allie, apparently. Well, um, no, I just mean, like, they should be so lucky that the only thing that Rosewood thinks of their I guess, yeah, dead best that, friend, yeah. who was a terror. But also that she's, like, murdered. Like, it will be, it's refreshing to think that there are going to be people and, like, the legacy Allie leaves behind might not be that she was murdered. It's just that, like, maybe she's, like, died young. Yeah. Doesn't necessarily mean it was, like, this huge mystery, even though in a town like Rosewood, I feel like. It would be, like, It lore. would be something that, yeah, lore, exactly. It'd be, like, if my favorite murder traveled there, that would be, like, the hometown murder <laughs> we talk about. And this is the second podcast in a row we've mentioned my favorite murder. We liked my favorite murder, if you can't tell. Then they move into talking about what I think is hilarious, the way, because it's so obviously, like, for us. They have to let us know. So they're like, when is Allie's brother coming by? And I'm like, if you guys were just talking to yourself, you would say Jason because you all know who he is. But right. you know that we don't know yet. And then they're like, oh, Jason, I think he'll be here. And they talk about him as if like all they ever knew was that he was Allie's brother. And he was like dark and mysterious. And they wonder how he got into an Ivy League college, which I don't wonder. <laughs> then Spencer <laughs> says, maybe it was affirmative action for emos and goths. <laughs> Which is like Arya standing right there in suspenders. <laughs> yeah. So talking about that, they're waiting for him to come. And they have a little flashback to some time spent with Allie. So Allie is a psychic? <laughs> Allie is disturbed, I would say. <laughs> That's true. We, we knew that before the scene, though. We get this flashback because Spencer has just said about, you know, they're talking about how, like, Allie is memorialized. And Spencer says... That's immortality, my darlings, which is a direct quote from Allison. And so we get one of these flashbacks with the glow filter. It takes us back to a beach day in Pennsylvania, which, which is, is an unlikely place for a beach <laughs> day, I would say. <laughs> they have a lake, which I don't understand. Everyone from the school is there. <laughs> I want to just be clear. Like, there are places that, like, we would hang out. And, like, everybody from the school is uninvited. It was, like... Of, like we'd have parties on the golf course. It was not like a place that the whole school was hanging out. This is like kids from every single social group are on this on this beach, and the liars are all sitting together. And Ali says something about like um, I want to die young um, and leave a beautiful corpse. And Emily's like, "Don't joke." And Ali says, "It's not a joke." <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, so we're like getting at something here, right? Like, it's a little concerning. If I'm her friend, it's I'm like, a little concerned. I'm well, like telling my concerned. mom about it when I get home. All of them are concerned. I know they're all like, "Stop talking." It's like gruesome, whatever. And she's like, "Haven't you ever thought about how deliciously tragic it would be to die in a mysterious way?" And it's like, "No, okay, we're shadowing." You know, well, I mean, okay, some of us have, but <laughs> but I'm not gonna say the words deliciously <laughs> tragic about it. I'm getting it whenever, whatever. But she Aria's says, "Aria's like writing that down. She's gonna go like write a poem about <laughs> yeah, it later. Yeah. She's gonna name the poem deliciously tragic." <laughs> um, but Ali says that would be superior, which is like such an insight into her life. Like she's all about just being. Superior. superior. So they flash back again to them peering into this crate at the bird bath. And what do they say? It's so funny because they say, um, oh. oh, Allie, like, where did she get that line? Like, from, from a, a movie? movie? The Immortality, My Darlings. And Spencer goes, Allie was a movie. <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh. Are we really saying this today? <laughs> Are we really saying this today, Spencer? Allie was a movie? I'm sorry. I expect Arya to have lines it's like, like that, that. Not it's, you. It's like that. Um, have, you know that vine of that kid who's like being interviewed on the side of the street, and they're like, "What was your night like?" This guy's like probably twelve, and he's like three words: lit, crazy movie. 
I've never seen that's that. That's literally like, <laughs> like the girls are like, man, if we could describe Allie in three words, it's like <laughs> lit, lit, crazy, movie. movie. <laughs> <laughs> Obsessed. Marin Mornings. This is my least favorite Marin Morning scene, it's, I think. It's really kind of depressing. Thus far. So Hannah had a card declined and she said it was so embarrassing they took it right away isn't that like private property and her mom's like yeah it belongs to the bank and basically she gets to the point and she says we have to make some adjustments around here and hannah is just like not getting this through her head she's like what kind of adjustments and for how long and, and when well, do you her know? mom's like we need to like stop spending so much money and money is like gonna be a little bit tight and she's like well for how long um, I don't know, Hannah. Like, don't be a bitch. How about that? <laughs> she goes, well, when will you know? Yeah, when will you know? It's like, Hannah, you sound like such a spoiled brat. You steal everything anyway. Yeah, like, why not, does this matter? Like, you're actually really prepared She's for like, this. if you don't want me to steal, like, then you better make sure my card's not declined. Because otherwise, <laughs> like, what choice do I have? It's whatever. But basically, Ashley Marin's like, it's been really hard since your dad left. I thought I could make it work, but we just we can't live a two-paycheck life on one paycheck. And I'm wondering, okay, he's the one that left. Why is he don't, paying child That's what support? I'm saying. Like, she is the a sole minor. provider and caretaker of Hannah that we know of. Like, he should be dishing out significant dollars if she is struggling to make ends meet with their daughter. He right? sucks. Like, he sucks. He sucks. I hate him. Such and a jerk. I want her to like, but I feel like she's the kind of person that like wouldn't stand up for herself to be like, you would need to pay me. Like she'd be like, well, I, I'm too proud. Or she'd be like, I don't, I don't want to ask him for that. Cause she like secretly hopes he's going to come back or yeah. something. And she like doesn't want to make him mad, which makes me sad. I think it's probably more of a pride thing. I think she's like, I can handle it. You left. You don't get to like yeah. save us in this. She doesn't want to be indebted to him in any way. But also it's like, wouldn't she just be like, yeah, I want to take everything you have as much as I can get because look what you did to me. So why is Jason, like, such a dick? I, I don't know. Um, this is the original Jason also. The actor changes. And it's just, like, and I don't actually know if they really even, ad like, address. Well, of course they don't. Right? Like, no, Jason, not that. Jason, you look different. No, not <laughs> I mean, like, he's all, like, they described Jason before. And now he's, like, they don't even, they're not even like, wow, Jason is so different than he was. Like, this emo god. Oh, yeah. Like, he's, like, now in, like, a three-piece suit and, yeah, like, Spencer's talking like, with, like, a SAT vocabulary. Yeah, Spencer says he's acting like he's, like, running for office. Um, he enters. He's coming to see, you know, the girls in the memorial and kind of talk to them about that. God forbid they turn a single light on in that house. Yeah, I, I love in this show, and there's another episode coming up, too, where they, like, really have to indicate that it's going to rain. Yeah. And so like everything is so like dark and moody, like that twilight filter thing we were talking but about. But like the, the lights are never on in the Hastings house. Like that is a theme throughout really the whole show, especially in the Hastings well, house. They were certainly on this morning when that crate came in. And what's <laughs> sunlight was like pouring the through the windows. But like, they're going over like the program and the blueprint of like, I, that's my favorite word today of everything that's going on for the memorial and they don't turn on, like, literally even the kitchen light. No. So they're all there, and, and they're like, so what did you think? Like, whatever. And Jason's like, well, I'm going to have to make some adjustments. And it's like, what adjustments are you going to be making? And Spencer, from the get-go, is pissed. not having it. She no. is not having Like, Jason's presence seems to make her extremely uncomfortable. And Checks out. 
<laughs> yeah. Um, and I, I literally wrote down in my notes, Spencer has a bone to pick because it just continues throughout the whole scene. Like these like scathing looks she's giving him. It's it's really kind of weird. And I noticed in the flashback to the beach too, she's like giving some weird looks. So I kind of feel like in this episode, they're trying to make Spencer look kind of guilty. Like almost I don't even like think she had something to do with it. I don't know if it's that. It's more that I think there's there. The more flashbacks we get and the more interaction we see with Spencer and the De Laurentiis, we see that there is tension there. Okay. And that's going to be really important later. But also just in the take out what happens later, we know that her and Allie butted heads a lot. Yes. but And now she's getting to lead the girls through this planning the memorial and everything. And now Jason De Laurentiis, another De Laurentiis, is coming in and being like, well, actually... Yeah, but what this I'm, is how we're doing it. But what I'm saying is like the fact that there's the tension showing now, I think it does make the audience know like if where the audience hasn't seen the whole show, hmm. it is like why is Spencer acting like this? Did she hate Allie? And that's going to make us think maybe she had something to do with oh, it. You know what I mean? I um, see, I see. And she's the one that says immortality, my darling. Or yeah. that's immortality. She just seems like to have this attitude towards the whole thing a little bit. Um, so we keep talking and, and Jason mentions like, they're like, oh, it was your family here. And he's like, well, my mom at the last minute decided not to come. I'm like, okay, it's your, literally her daughter is memorial and you just decided not to go. Also like, where are they? They live in Rosewood. Oh, I thought they moved or something. I felt maybe like they like, did said, like, like move came in out. From somewhere well, else. I guess you're right because Maya does in fact live in Allie's house anyway. Yeah. They <laughs> definitely don't live there anymore. But you know, they all live together. The, the St. Germains are just ghosts that moved in yes. to the house, but They're like occupying the home, but they yeah, don't exactly. like own the home. <laughs> um, yeah. Hannah, um, Hannah walks in late again <laughs> and Jason's like, there she is. Like yeah. what? It's so it's like an uncle seeing like his yeah. niece for yes. like a, after a long time. Yeah. And they're talking about the different like speakers. So the girls are going to speak there um, at the at the memorial ceremony. And then Jason's like, oh, and I added one more person to the list who's going to speak. And that would be Jenna. <laughs> he and writes Jenna's name. Yeah. The way like, that he writes these ends are like upside down V's. It's and he's like red and like underlined. So here's. My thing, though, is, like, Jason has made it very clear that like, he's, he wants some, like, he's a very particular vision for this event, right? And he like, he's like, I only want the people who are close to Allie, and I don't want this, I don't want that. I'm going to make adjustments. It has to be perfect. And you're going to let Jenna speak? Because right. we know from the first episode, like, she walks into the funeral, and your mother goes, is that Jenna Marshall? I didn't <laughs> know they were friends. So it's kind of weird that Jason would allow this to happen, I think. Well, the girls are terrified that Jenna's going to speak because they think she's going to go up there and just blow it all up and be like, I know that they started the fire and I know this and I know that. I, You know what also why it's so weird that he's okay with Jenna speaking is because he's like, I got to go talk to Detective Wilden and find out why they haven't found Toby yet. Right. Jenna's in the same family as Toby. Like, and you're None like, I'm going to let Jenna speak there, but like Toby's this criminal to me. Yeah. It's just weird, weird kind of thing. We get another bit of writing that is purely for us to understand how the setup is going to go. So there is a storm rolling in, indicated uh -huh. by the Hastings house being pitch Shrouded black. in darkness. So Jason says, and the rain, and the rain forecast. What are we going to do about that? No, he goes like, and the weather. <laughs> And Hannah's, or Spencer's like, what do you mean? He's like, there's a 40%, 40 40 chance of rain this weekend. And she's like, well, we can move it to the multi-purpose room if we have to, if the weather's bad. So Jason goes to leave. Spencer comes back in the kitchen and they're all like, oh my God, oh my God. And Hannah says to Spencer, you need to stay on top of him. 
And so it's just like, why me? Okay, what I want to say is I think you owe Hannah that. Like you, Hannah's now asking something of you and you're literally like <laughs> the leader of this committee. So it shouldn't even be hard. You can't do that for her. You already are like, Y'all are such shitty friends to Hannah, and she is such a good friend to you. Absolutely. Justice for Hannah. My favorite thing is Arya goes, how are we going to make sure that we get Jenna not to speak without seeming like bitches? I'm like, Arya. (laughs) Arya, literally everything you do (laughs) makes you seem like a bitch. Like, let's think about this every day. Yeah, are we thinking about how the public perceives us? No. I'm going to say, like a bitch is how I would describe Arya. Oh, she's the worst. Especially this episode. And I'll oh my say God. it again. I have my, some of my friends that listen are really fed up with us coming for Aria, but it's because they haven't rewatched it. Yeah, if you, listen, you can't speak on it unless you're watching it back. Because if you watch it back and you feel differently than us, I I genuinely want to hear from you. I want to know why. Yeah, like I want to know how we're seeing this so differently. And also remember that Phoebe and I were like six years apart. We are looking at this totally from like different vantage points, and we both think this about Arya, and we don't always agree. I groan every time she's on screen. Phoebe, like her eyes literally roll out of her head. All right, so Arya is at school. She's walking in, and she stumbles upon a relic from the homecoming dance. This poster looks like it has been hanging in the school for a decade. It looks like it's like a... Maybe that's the look, though. They're going for vintage. No, it's bad. It looks bad. They didn't make it on Canva. I said it before. I'll say it again. If you're making a flyer, just use Canva. Canva's free. You don't even have to get Canva Don't, like, pretend like you're going to get on Photoshop and make something amazing. Just use a template on Canva. That's unlikely. Look, here's my thing. Why are we as a society making making things more challenging than they have to be? We have the tools to make things easy. Use them. Things will 100% always look better. Always. If you make them on Canva. 100%. Are we sponsored by Canva? Canva. Canva. Let us know. We'll do literally anything you want. I use you <laughs> once a day. Just once though. Um, <laughs> anyway, so Aria sees it and she is transported back to the homecoming dance. We literally are forced to rewatch the entire Ezria scene from the homecoming dance. It just keeps fucking going. Why do they? It's way I too actually, much. This is why they played the whole thing. I think... That they, this episode is like right on par with where it needed to be to fill like the hour slot at the 8 p.m. slot on Tuesday nights, mm-hmm. 8, 7 central. And I think more. that they needed like a minute longer. It's like fluffing. It, it's like too long. It's like, okay, I saw this already. All I needed was to have my, my memory slightly jogged. And they showed it to us in the recap or part of it. Yeah. Enough of it. So it's it. basically that scene of like, are you like, oh my God, like I can't walk around here and act like I don't know you and you hate me. And as like, I can never hate you. And I got a goes, haircut for you. Hate you. Hate you. I could yeah, it's, never. It's very like Edward and Twilight vibes. Oh. Um, anyway. And the lighting. Anyway. Yeah. So we get that whole thing. She tears down the sheet and walks into the school where we see Sean and Hannah. Before we say anything about what's happening, are they just good now? Literally. I'm like, Hannah, <laughs> love yourself. Hannah, Hannah, love yourself. Love yourself. Sean, what's going on? Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. And is I what I'm take saying. one look at. If I were dating Sean in high school and I walked in and he was wearing. He's wearing. A normal outfit, it seems. He, but it's also like, do you work on a farm? Yeah. So he's wearing jeans, a white t-shirt, and like a, not even a flannel. It's like a business plaid shirt. Yeah. Unbuttoned over the white shirt. And like a brown belt. And the but white, the shirt's, white shirt's, tucked shirt's tucked in. in. If I were dating him, I'd be like, untuck your fucking shirt. Here's what I want to say. Unless you are pushing 50 <laughs> and you are working in corporate America and you're wearing a button down business shirt from like Brooks Brothers. You have no business tucking your t-shirt into my pants unless you're like Sean Mendes. 
and then I'll allow it if it's like a hot look or you're like Caroline is like now in love with Shawn Mendes and I'm yeah, obsessed with it I don't know what's going on yeah I just think like unless you're going for like an Elvis like greaser look and you can pull that off like just stay away from it yeah like like stay in your lane like know like own your power like know where you excel <laughs> and just power. like stay right there just stay right, right there so Sean untie your fucking Sean, shirt like, let's just stick to youth pastor and let's not try to right. go like farm boy or so, Danny Zuko we don't need to anywhere in there we're good we need to get him like an untuck it shirt yeah yeah that's like so that he or, just can't he since can't. this is in the same universe as Harry Potter what we need to do is actually put a spell on him <laughs> so that every time he tries to tuck the shirt and it like pops <laughs> up it's like <laughs> like flop he's like what's going on it's like flop and like, Arya's walking around can't. and is like, does anybody have any spare clothes you can Arya's give me? Arya's like, I dated David Henry on Wizards of Waverly Place, and so I know a thing or two about magic. <laughs> Did you know that? That's her? Yeah. Yes. Because I talked about that earlier. They're having a cute little moment, earbuds being shared. And Hannah goes, is this the band of horses? Not the band of horses. Band of horses. Is this the band that's made up of primarily horses? <laughs> no, it's, is this band of horses? Um, and I need to look up a band of horses song because I know they were popular, but yeah. I can't think What's of that a song. One song. The funeral. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so they're listening to that, and Hannah's like, "We get to go see them live." Noel Khan got tickets to go see Band of Again, Horses with in this concert, writing. and so Sean's like, "Yeah, so we get to go with Noel." And Hannah's like, "Well, who's Noel taking?" And Sean's like, "Well, he wants to take Arya, but she's got like an anti-boy zone around her or whatever." I know. Like, and he goes, he goes. So Noel's in this place where like the way he says this makes me laugh every time. Like so Noel's in this place where like he wants to ask her, <laughs> but not if she's gonna say no. He's in this like mental space. And like that's occupying. actually how most people like anytime anybody likes someone, that's the place they're in. Of like, yeah. I wanna ask you on a date, but not if you're gonna say no. Yeah. That's just like that's like I'd say the number one fear. Yeah. It's like the primary thing it's I'm like thinking about. Like most people don't know, love part. rejection, except maybe Arya. She might Arya's be like, like, I can turn this into art. Yeah. <laughs> she's like praying every time. She's, like, she's starting these fights with Ezra so that ultimately he he's will push her away. She's and like, she'll I be, need to make um, sure I'm in like the right headspace for a Taylor Swift album at any moment. She's so. not listening to Taylor Swift. She probably she's one of those girls that's like, oh, I yeah, just like don't. I just don't. But like then her. folklore came out and she was like. Oh, I love this I'm girl. coming around. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Um, so then Hannah's like, okay, I have to go to your book. And Sean's like, wait a minute. Are you, what does he call it? Metageek? Metageek. What? Uh, okay, Sean, like, they, I'm going to start calling Mark Zuckerberg a metageek. Metageek. That's fucking funny. <gasps> I'm going to start cyberbullying Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> Look, I'm going to do it to him. Um, anyway, <laughs> you're like, you think you own the internet? It's like you you so think you own Facebook? You think you own Meta? Okay. Literally. I saw the social network. You're kind of an idiot and a jerk. Um, <laughs> such a good movie. Shout out to Social Network. It's Anthony's Shout favorite out to our movie. friends. To our friends. Sean, so Sean says that and Hannah's like, oh my God, like you're so whatever. And it is like, I, I can't get past the fact that like he is supposed to be like Mr. Church and like do right and like whatever. And it's like, you're literally being mean for no reason. Like you are being a bully. And he goes, well, be careful. Cooties are contagious, which is also <laughs> so rude. Are, I'm sorry, are we in hairspray? It's are also like, hairspray? way to make Hannah feel so shitty, probably, because she was, like, on Lucas's level. That's so true. Like, think about Like, a year and a half ago. Anytime he would, like, if I was in that situation, anytime he would have said that to me, I would have flashed back and been like, okay, did you used to say that shit about exactly, me? Exactly, like, yeah. Yeah. And then it, Hannah turns. In the beginning, it's, like, nice guy Sean. That's right. what we're supposed to think. He's not nice guy, Sean. Hannah turns around and she's like, 
Do you say cooties? You're such a goober. I'm like, Hannah, you're a goober. I think it's supposed to be like a joke in the script. It's like, oh, you it say cooties land. and I say goober and ha ha ha. But it just isn't reading. Ashley Benson is like fighting for her life with these lines. Literally, she's like, can you guys give me some anything, something, something other than this? <laughs> I can I, I actually legally cannot say goober on, on screen. That's actually in my contract. I love this scene. I love this scene. Yeah. I do too i guess but like i oh my god phoebe <laughs> literally hates the scene <laughs> no i just um i just love seeing like emily looks you said it best you were like i've never literally seen emily fields look more happy in a I scene i've never ever I've been ever. happier <laughs> yeah, i've never ever been happier I'm in love with Maya St. Germain and I have never, <laughs> ever, but that's, that's Emily's coming out scene. I'm in love with Maya St. Germain and he's in love with me and I have never. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway. How many times I don't know, do I just that? blacked out on what just happened. Um, <laughs> but Maya is unfortunately wearing a hat. <sighs> it's like, more, okay, here's the deal with the it's hat. It's like, what's the point of wearing it? It's like it? a little mushroom. <laughs> it makes your head look like a little mushroom. And unless you are literally chrysanthemum. <laughs> <laughs> or like, isn't that a little like carrier? Like I little am girl? dying at that chrysanthemum. I like a little. What is, is it? A mouse? What the fuck Wait, is Google, chrysanthemum? You know, it's I'm of, naming my kid. Maybe Shay Mitchell's naming your kid chrysanthemum. Oh, it's a type of flower, but it is a little children's book. Chrysanthemum. How the fuck do you spell chrysanthemum? Girl, that's why I'm never naming my kid that. I had spelling problems as a kid. I don't want to pass those on to my kid and then give them a name that's hard to spell. Okay, chrysanthemums are pretty. At my mom, giving me. A name that is phonetically stupid. I knew it. Chrysanthemum is a mouse. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. I was thinking Angelina. Oh, you know what? That's what I was going for. But then I just pivoted, I guess. Um, <laughs> anyway, the hat is just, it look, it's like a little bulb. I don't know. I, I hate it. Um, I hate it. It's horrible. Hate it. But Maya would wear it. And it's Maya is Maya. wearing it's it. It's also very Aria. Maybe, I bet they shop at the same places sometimes. Mm. Um, and Maya's like, ugh. Yeah, she's like, shop you shop here, stores. I have to go find another place. <laughs> um, but so Maya's, like, feeding Emily. It, it, what, what, I, what is, okay, I love how happy Emily is. It's, like, she feels totally comfortable now, which I, I'm, like, wow. Because yeah, right, it's, like, like, right, it's, like, night and day from what we were it's seeing. It's, like, using the word you just used, this is, we need to, like, expand our vocabularies, but it's quite the pivot for Emily. You guys have any good, like, SAT prep books, if you could send, send them, them our way. way. Um, but, yeah, so Maya is, like, feeding it's some kind of a candy. Emily's like, no, it's a clementine. Oh. It's a clementine. <laughs> Maya's like, what did you think I was going to give you? And candy, clementine, chrysanthemum. Uh. <laughs> it's like a wrap. Emily's like, I don't know, one of those sour candies. And Maya's like, not a chance. Do you see me holding <laughs> She's like, she's like, Holy shit, Emily. That's like quite an accusation. I would literally never it's like do that. It's psychotic behavior. I would literally never give you a spicy candy. I'm not sour. Yeah, I'm not the devil. Sour I'm not candy. Lucifer. Just sour candy. Walking <laughs> <laughs> on it. Um, anyway, please actually take that part out. No. It embarrasses no. me. Every week I listen to this fucking podcast and I'm mortified. Like, I'm just asking you to save me a little bit of that. No, but it's so funny. The I'll take it out. Can't of, stand me. I'll take it. And I don't blame them. Nobody has said that actually at all. <laughs> the public can't stand the public. me. The public. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> okay, so Emily. Emily goes, Emily, like, does the Shay Mitchell smirk. Emily, She okay. looks at Maya. She goes, 
do you think that we could like hang out <laughs> as like do something oh no she goes do you think that we could like do something other than hang out which is like a weird way to phrase like i'm asking everything. you to hang out just like in a different right. way actually but... there is a word for it and Ryan's gonna walk Emily through what that is in yeah. a second, but Emily's like. But that, that, what's so interesting is like Emily seems so comfy. She's like, "Yes, feed me." Like at school, mm-hmm. like whatever. But she's like, "I won't but then call she's it like, a date." I literally am like terrified to call it a date, and she like doubles down. She's like, "We could go get dinner and a movie or something." And Maya's like, "Yeah, there's a word for that." And, she, and Emily's like, "No, it's just like two friends hanging out." I was like, "Emily, shut the fuck and up!" And then she like she catches goes, no. herself. She goes, "No big." I hate. No big. I know. And you know Maya's like, all right. Okay, like, perfect. It's a we are back at square for you to make jokes one. Like that. Yeah. And Maya, I actually wrote down that Maya talks to Emily like she is from another planet. <laughs> like they're both actually from other planets and neither of them are Earth. And it's just <laughs> like, she's like, huh, if only there were a word for when two people go to dinner and a movie. I think there's a word for that. Maya's like, okay, it's spelled D A T. E. Um, but Emily does concede, which I love. Emily ends up saying, okay, yeah, it's a date. And Maya actually doesn't agree. I was going to say Maya agrees. She doesn't. She goes, I'll think about it. She goes, and, <laughs> but it's and honestly good for you, Maya. Like, this is yes. what I think they're at a good spot because it's like Maya isn't. She's a little would, bit guarded still. Yes, but not in a way that is like going to push Emily away. No, it's she's not like, like, going to make Emily like work for it a little bit because Maya's not going to put herself in a position to be hurt by Emily again. But she's know? also like letting Emily open up on her yes, at her own pace. Exactly. That for sure. She's protecting herself. She's giving Emily like her space to explore. It's like when you're on a seesaw huh. and you get into like that groove of like, you know. No, I actually really avoid seesaws <laughs> in my adult life. Seesaws and birds. <laughs> when kids I used to face, I'd be like, let's do the seesaw. I'd be like, no, like find someone else. <laughs> find someone else. I'm not going to be mortified like this in front of all the other parents here. I'm all not. the other parents. All the, I'm a parent of like six kids and I'm not going to be, no, but I'm not going to be like, we're not going to do this because what's going to happen is you're going to be like, why don't you Literally. go up? <laughs> and and I'm go not up. emotionally prepared to answer that. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm, I'm sorry, you're 30 pounds <laughs> and I'm not. And, and I just, but I'm not ready to hear that from you. But so the scene ends, Emily gets a call. I'm immediately like, A. Yeah. It's gotta be A because this whole thing just happened. It's someone equally as scary. Emily we'll learn picks in a couple up and goes, episodes. Mom? <laughs> Literally. Um, it's like, oh my God, is Mr. Fields dead? We like, do <laughs> not hear what it's about. So, yeah. So, we are in the yearbook, as Kelly likes to call it, the photo lab. The, we're in the photo lab. <laughs> Which is a room. Photo with, laboratory. A room with a computer and maybe a camera. So, Lucas is sitting and he's wearing a shirt that is like. It's one of those plaid shirts that I feel like when you look at, like you you know how what it feels like, and you know what it sounds like. Yeah, it's like it's, it's like not that like plasticky. A, kind it's not of a fabric. flannel. It's not a flannel fabric, but it's like meant to look that way, and it's just it's like a tablecloth material. Yeah, it's like it's it, I don't know. I hate it. It's bad. Um, it looks bad. It looks and bad. Every guy in high school wants to wear them, and I'm just saying like you don't actually have to. <laughs> um. So anyway, they're sitting there talking about this section of the yearbook which i think is a wild idea they took photos of the insides of people's lockers posted them in the yearbook and then they're like making people guess whose yearbook well is that's whose. hannah's idea yeah. lucas wants to put them in the yearbook and like put their names on them and hannah's like no lucas you should leave them blank and then put numbers in the back so people can guess and it's like he goes that's a brilliant idea 
I think it's, like it, it's really smart. Way better idea than his. Um, but it is weird. I mean, I think it's just because we didn't go to a high school where lockers were like. It's just like that. I would be mortified if like a photo of the inside of my locker was shared with everyone. And not all the lockers on that yearbook page that we're looking at are clean. Um, so, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so Hannah is talking to Lucas and picks up his camera and she's like, this like, this is like really expensive, right? And he like pushes his chair back to look cool or whatever. He's like, yeah. And he's talking about how he sells stuff online and action how he sells figures. like his old action figures and there are 40 year old men who buy them. And he says, there are 40 year old men who buy those toys and I make enough money so that I can buy the toys I'm interested in now, which is a line I despise. <laughs> I think maybe we should have rewritten like, it, checked some balances it. in the writer's room. Clearly right. we don't have them. We need them. And, and I think Ashley Benson could have been the one to do that for us. I just feel that in my heart. Anyway, so, so Hannah is like having a Melissa Hastings moment. Gog's. Gogs. <laughs> Cogs. Peace love Gogs. <laughs> Cogs. Cogs and gears turning in her brain. And she's like, huh, my mom told me today that she is poor. So if I sold the things we own now, I could make a few bucks. But what's like so weird, she's acting like it's like a crime. She's acting like Lucas was like, do you want to smoke pot for the first time? No, like, she's acting like Lucas like told her that she paid for that, that he paid for that camera with like money, drug money. from drugs. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's like, it's the kind of like taboo thing to talk about selling things online. It's like eBay's it's legal like, above board and normal. And at to, in today's world, like all people do is sell their shit online. Like yeah, I have a bag of clothes on my best. floor right now. I'm going to go yeah, sell. It's just so I'll funny. get $7 for them. Cause it's primarily vineyard vines and old Navy. They are. Yeah. That's not good enough for them, but they are. Okay. It is such a real thing when you take clothes to those places and they don't take a single thing. It's like, what, what do you take? Because I bring like, <laughs> It's like I'm brand shit. It's like I'm looking around the store and you could maybe use some of the stuff I'm bringing. Like, yes. I was literally just talking about this. My friend Amber. Hey, girl. Friend of the pod. She loves Friend this. of the pod. Friend of the pod. Um, Amber. Um, anyway, we were just talking about this and we were like, they, like you bring them all these nice ass clothes and they're like, I can give you like $3.74 <laughs> or store credit for $900. And there's an episode of Broad City where like it's that exact scene and it's just... I, I, I'm comforted to know it's a universal experience. You know what I mean? Anyway, so he's like, do you want to know more about selling stuff online? She says, yeah. So I guess he's going to help her do it. We'll he is happens. like thrilled at the idea of getting to spend time with her outside of the yes. photo lab. Yes. And it's going to be one of those things. Their secrets keep them close. Because no one can. Especially The illicit Sean. activity. I oh know. my God. Sean would. First of all, Hannah's poor and she's hanging out with Lucas. With the meta geek. Yeah. No. What's Sean next? She's going to start Facebook. Literally. Just quickly. Emily looks like she's just been told news that her father is was dead. Aria comes out because she's like, oh my goodness. Chance for me to help. How can I make the situation about me? Ultimately. She's disappointed to find out that. Emily's dad is fine and that he's just home. He's just coming home. Yes, he's coming home. We're pumped. She says nothing about it. And we quickly move into a scene in Spencer's house. She's sitting on the bed and she's looking at Allison's bracelet, to which I say, Spencer, do we not remember the last time you were sitting on the bed holding Allison's bracelet? Do we not remember <laughs> the literal havoc that ensued? Maybe we don't do that anymore. So she's with that and she's looking at it and she has a flashback again to that beach day where they're all hanging out and 
Allie says, don't ruin a perfect day, Spencer. Because Spencer like makes, or uh, Allison like makes a joke about something obvious. And Spencer says, you always shoot for the low hanging fruit. Well, we are getting, we're getting a better picture of the social scene here because yeah. we see Jenna take her sunglasses. We, I, I don't know. It's like kind of, they make it seem like it's this big thing that she's taking her sunglasses off. But well, we I think should know that this was before she was true. made blind. We should know it, but I think it's because it's the first time we're seeing her without the glasses. It's like, jarring. It no offense to the actress, but like, I just feel like because we only see her with sunglasses on, it's like, ugh. Yeah. It's like and with it masks. also proves that the glasses she's wearing now are just the same sunglasses she was Which wearing before. Tough. And it's like, we actually need to find better sunglasses. Yeah, girl. It's like the reverse of masks. Of like when you look oh when you God, when you meet someone with a mask, you fill in what the bottom half of their face yeah. looks like, and then they take it off, and you're like, Ugh. I know. It, and it's it like you're not, not trying to be expected. mean. It's just like that's not what my face filled you in. So now I'm, you look strange. Yeah, you don't realize how much like the bottom of your face makes a difference, and and so what with Jenna, like. it's the same deal of like you've kind of filled in what you think her her eyes and her eye line would look like, and then yeah. she takes her glasses off, and because her sunglasses are so massive, they cover up essentially the entire top half of her face yeah it's jarring but so she takes them off and she's like pouring gasoline on this grill and Allie makes a comment about how she needs to like go hang out somewhere else or something or whatever and then she's creeping her out right which is um, so so mean (laughs) go somewhere else you're creeping me out or whatever (laughs) like so funny and that's when Spencer says well no then she says another thing because Emily goes well where's Toby or something like that and Allie goes probably somewhere in the woods sacrificing squirrels <laughs> and spencer goes do you ever get tired of going for the low-hanging fruit and that's what allison's like don't ruin a perfect day spencer <laughs> which and is it, so funny and right? anna like hasn't been listening to the entire conversation it and she's like <laughs> luna love good vibes my god this is the harry potter episode and then emily goes friends forever and this is like yeah even till we're old it's just it's like, like so she, weird this is a weird fucking we smile. just heard out talking about how she's going to die young so i'm even saying this um but we flash <laughs> back and spencer gets a text from a and it's like you but this proposal better be perfect i will be watching just like tom sawyer and am i missing something because have we like been talking about tom sawyer what is no, this it's a like, reference i should be getting it's like not the book we're reading we moved from to kill a mockingbird yeah. to Tom Sawyer. No, like, they're reading that Bovary book. Oh, I Madame Googled Bovary. it. Anyway, so we're going to move on. <laughs> All right. So strapping with Aria and Hannah. And Hannah's like, can you please just suck it up and go to the Band of Horses concert with me and just like pretend to like Noel for one night because Hannah really wants to go just, and wants it to work. I don't know. Be a good friend. Just do it. Not a good friend for for Aria, which honestly, Hannah's trying to be a good friend for Aria. Like she's trying to set her. She's like, you're it, so upset. This guy's like, she still thinks you know Aria is like talking to a guy in Iceland. She's like, come on, like you got to get back out there. Not to mention, she's not insane for thinking Aria would really want to do this. Aria had a massive crush on Noel, and we are right. about to learn this. So like, this should be exciting to Aria, and Hannah doesn't know better, and so she probably just thinks Aria's being like a huge bitch, and she is. Like, and Aria like wants to be begged. She's like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> Like she just won't say yeah. yes or no. It's so annoying. And so Arya's like, look, Hannah, things have just like blown up my house. Understand? Wait, wait, wait. Before she says that, though, Hannah goes, seriously, Arya? It's no con. It's not like I'm setting you up with my cousin Raymond who makes miniature furniture in his basement. <laughs> um, I'm like, Hannah, queen of the overshare. My Why God. Why did that 
again was things just making it out of the writer's room enough is enough it's like we didn't need that little like they're like if we if we want the audience to know more about hannah's life like they'll make they'll make her more of a three-dimensional character it's like like, no this made me literally remember that she is a television show character (laughs) yeah this like brought me back to reality (laughs) like any if i was lost in the show at all that just erupted but it's also like it's so funny to me because it just rolls off her tongue (laughs) <laughs> like that's like something she says often. She's Think like, about it's the. It's not like I'm setting up with my cousin Raymond who makes miniature furniture in his basement. She's it's like, like a that's that like a Disney Channel. That's like a decom yes, line, very for much. sure. Yes. Um, that just like rolls right off their tongues. But it's like if anybody tried to say that and they'd like stumble over a million. I stumble yeah. when I'm saying normal words. They probably had to like practice like a tongue twister, yeah. like in the mirror. <laughs> but so anyway, we get a little flashback. Hannah goes away. Arya's like, I'll let you know later. Whatever. She opens her locker. She's got a little mirror in her locker, of course, and she looks into it. And looking into her own eyes, the beauty of her own eyes transports her back to oh the beach God. scene. Narcissus. Narciss- Narcissus vibe. Yes, exactly. We are back on the beach. La it's, Playa. It's, mm-hmm. it's amazing that they're all having the same flashback today. All, I know. Like, again minds. with the wizardry. Oh, my God. You're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> so they're all at the beach again. And now they are all looking at Noel Khan And with, he's like lathering up some uh, girl with sunscreen. Let's let's just remember. They're eight, like eighth graders. I, I, they I, are like, at most four, 14, 15, maybe. No, they're not 15. 13, 14. And it's like disturbing because I think about myself in eighth grade and it's like, oh my God, like the thought. Tragic. But this was around the same time. It's bizarre. But you really like, I need to push that thought so far out of my head to actually watch this scene because otherwise the entire time I'm like, this is bizarre. This is so weird. They're so young. I hate this. So I am like having to convince myself they're like juniors in high school at least. Noel, who looks like a 25 year old man because he is, is lathering up this girl who also looks 25. Like I'm sorry. Named Prudence. You don't have abs in eighth grade, Noel. You don't. Like no (laughs) one has abs in eighth grade. But Allison is like going to town on this girl named Prudence. And she goes, oh, she should have waited a while to like debut the new boob job again. Eighth grade. Like what? I'm sorry. I can understand maybe you getting a nose draw. Like that's the only surgery that I can understand some girls getting like when they were younger. A boob job? Unless it's a reduction. It's like, girl, what? You have, you haven't even hit puberty. Literally you're an eighth. You probably don't even, you maybe have gotten your period. But anyway, so Hannah's like, well, she had to have something to make up for her name being Prudence. And then she looks at Aria and she goes, are you going to try something like that, Arya, to get Noel's attention? <gasps> what? <laughs> so, Arya, I think you should probably get a boob job if you ever want Noel to look at you. Well, I think, Arya, we should start with maybe a swimsuit that doesn't look like a suit of armor. <laughs> because yeah. if you look closely to her bikini top, it is like gilded glamour Met Gala it's outfit material. It's like this material. bandeau top, like black and gray. And it looks like armor. Yeah, it's it's not it. It's not it. Um says that and Arya's like no of course I'm not gonna do anything like that to get his attention and Allison goes Noel's okay I like older men personally like he's a little immature Noel just lacks seasoning he's perfect for you Arya again but honestly I'm like Arya needed this and Arya was probably so that. much more tolerable when Ali yeah. was around <laughs> constantly putting her in check yeah. because like I'm sorry Arya had someone that was making sure she was not 
Honestly, getting too full I of herself. I bet you, like, when they all reconnected after, like, when Arya got back and after Ali died, they were probably like, man, was Arya always this I literally, they're like, she, maybe she changed because of Iceland. Like, like maybe there's more blonde so, over there. Like, I, I know. I, it's but it's like, wild. But it seems like that part of her personality that we literally can't stand is toned down. When Allie's around, she makes sure it I stays love in it. check. Bring her so back. I'm kind of here for it. Yeah. Let's Bring her back. Let's rest our please. Detective Wilden. Detective Wilden lurking in the shadows. He's turned off. He like, I like to, okay, so he's in the photo lab looking thank at. Thank you. Thank you for calling it what it is. Huh. Photo lab. No, I'm actually, it's, I'm doing it to make fun of you. Anyway. Well, it didn't seem that way. Okay. <laughs> Maybe work on your delivery yeah, if that's so what she, you're going for. He's looking at the. The picture of the lockers, which actually they look like crime photos, so it's it's they no do. wonder it he's looks looking like at them. The kind of photos you see in like a documentary, yeah, like a true crime documentary. So like they're so sterile looking. Yeah, and like Again, the lighting more is so imagery. yeah. Wow. wow. So like, well, Hannah goes in, and Wilden has turned off every light in the classroom, <laughs> and I love to like think of him like he's like man. What is gonna make this perfect to make like detective? He's got like one imagery. single light. It's like his phone's flashlight. Yeah, or something. He's like, doing it so that it's like Hannah. perfectly like shining half of his face, so one half of his face yeah. is shrouded in darkness, and the so, other one's like perfectly lit up. I, I wish Hannah walked in and was like, "Can we like turn the lights on? <laughs> like, like, what the fuck are you on? doing?" He's like, "No, so, oh, god damn, it's so cool." Before you did that. Um, but we do know that Jason had like gone to see Detective Wilden because he was like, "What's the holdup? Like, why aren't we solving this case?" So now Detective Wilden's getting a little bit nervous because... He's not doing his job. He's That's not why. doing his job well. And also, he's doing things that he knows could get him in trouble, like sleeping with Hannah's mother, like interviewing these girls alone all the time. Like It's like this has become more personal than about trying to find justice for Allie, for Detective Wilden, and Jason's picking up on that. So Officer Wilden basically threatens Hannah. He's like, look, Hannah, you don't want to say anything to Jason because it could be really embarrassing for your mom. Which is so shitty. Ugh. Like, no, it's going to be more embarrassing for you, dude, not for her mom. Like, you're basically, like, saying everyone's going to think she's, like, a harlot. I'm so going to look at Ashley Marina and be like, girl boss. Girl boss. Yes. Girl mom boss. of the year. Ma- Mama bear. Like, we, you know what? We stand Ashley Marin. I don't care what anyone has to say about it. But Hannah's like, oh, I'm sorry. Let me interpret what you're saying to me. Are you saying you don't want anyone to find out that the guy who's investigating Allie's murder was in my kitchen in a towel? Or like some variation of those words. Something like that. She loves, this is not the first time she's been like, you're standing in my kitchen in a towel. Yeah, and she delivers like, I like the to same know way who's joining us times. for breakfast. Like the way she delivers yeah. all, it's those Hannah Marin one-liners though. Mm-hmm. She, she kills them. And they're not one-liners though for Hannah. They're like, just sentences, but they're yeah. every single one is like written. But in the writer's room, they're like oh, one liner, Hannah good, Marin's good, one good, liners. Good. Yeah, yeah. What an intense scene. Jenna, Jenna is just sitting in the library and then she she furs she furrows she furrows her eyebrows and she says Hello? To the to the viewer, nothing in the scene has shifted. Pan it's out. just been her shifting. Yeah, the They're camera s- sitting. pans out. We see Spencer like cowering <laughs> or towering over Jenna, and she's like, "It's Spencer," <laughs> and she comes forward. And when I tell you guys, 
that Spencer literally looks like she's threatening Jenna's life in this scene. <laughs> she like lunges over the like library table. Like in the table. school library. Like yes. people are walking by when we like pan out and see that Spencer's yes. standing there. She, they're not alone in she's the library. She's like ready to fight. She's stalking her prey also. She's like hiding behind Jenna, like staring down She's at waiting her for Jenna to like smell finally, her. Yeah, literally. And then she's like, I, I, I like to take my time. <laughs> like She's like, I'm going to fucking destroy you. Um, so... Spencer's ready to fight. She, like, lunges over the table. Like, if people are watching, not a good look. No. Not actually a good look for Spencer Hastings. And Spencer's already, like, known as, like, mildly aggressive, some may say. Yes. And so Spencer's like, what are you going to say in the dedication? <laughs> She's it's like, insane. you need to tell me. It's and I'm like, okay, so insane. we're just, like, admitting that, like, we did something here. Because right. Spencer, there's no reason for Spencer to act like this unless she thinks Jenna, like, But they do kind of have, like, these pleasantries in the beginning of, like. yeah. Spencer's like the dedication the dedication for Allison and then they kind of talk about Jason and this is the first time we acknowledge that Jason is different than he was yeah Jenna's like it was like Allie was in the room with us and like his his he's gotten a lot more polished stuff like that then Spencer decides to take things to uh, up a notch and she does lunge across the table and so Spencer just wants to know what Jenna's gonna say and she's like I am not gonna let you turn this into something to beat up on us Making this completely about the other liars, not Allison. And Jenna. This is killer. Jenna literally goes, Allison was done with you. She told me. So I guess she went to visit Jenna in the hospital, which is insane <laughs> to me, considering <laughs> Allison is the one who put her there. But it's perfect Allison. I know, classic. So she goes in, and I guess she tells Jenna that she was done with Spencer because she was afraid of her. I have a really tough time believing that Allie would have admitted that. Unless she was doing it in a way to manipulate Jenna into being well, on here's her what side for whatever. She was saying Spencer did it. Oh! Yeah, and so she was trying to get, like, I'm scared of Spencer, she's capable of doing, you know, like kind of planting that seed, I think. So maybe she's like, you know, yeah. a red herring, if you will. Yes. Um, but again, it goes back to this thing I keep saying in this episode, they are trying to make us think that Spencer did something to Allie mm. because then Jenna goes, is that why one of you did what you did? And Spencer, like if she's trying to look innocent, she is failing. She like stands up. She has this like harrowing look over her. But yeah, so we're going to go take a little break and look at the moon because there is a lunar eclipse tonight. Mm. Our mom texted us, so Our she'll be making sure. Go outside. There is a lunar eclipse. <laughs> okay. Okay, so wow. I need to actually, we're going to switch gears. Okay. I'm going to talk about Lucas's style right now. Perfect. Lucas, Lucas, Lucas. He is wearing a yellow, like a pastel yellow tee. Okay. Mm -hmm. Over that, he's got like a blue and white pinstripe shirt with little anchors on it. Phoebe knows this pattern well. And then over top of that, he has a gray cardigan. It's like we're we're like we went zero to sixty. And I don't I'm not sure why. Hannah's got all these bags she's going to sell and Lucas is going to help her. And she's like throwing them out. She's like, I got a Gucci. I got a Chanel. She was, don't know why I got this lamb. Thought I had shoes to match. But y'all remember lamb, right? No, girl. Gwen Stefani's line. She oh. had perfume and clothes. And anyway, yeah, it's the Gwen Stefani brand, and they had a perfume that I really loved, but, like, just such a funny period of time. My um, question is, did Hannah, like, are these all bags that Hannah stole? Because, like, I don't, I know they haven't yeah. been, like, necessarily strapped for cash as they are now, but, like, 
They haven't How been rich like. How were you? Yeah, exactly. That's what she I mean. had all these bags, but like she wasn't cool when her dad was there. So it's no. like, and it's like I guess her mom. That's probably what happened. Is her mom was like, I will do anything to one make sure that like you're happy in the midst of everything that's going on with me and your father. Also, like I want you to be popular. I want to make life easy for you. I will funnel all of our money into this and just assume that we'll be okay. And like yeah. I wonder if honestly that's what it Maybe. was. It just like burned up too quick. But she's talking about it, and Lucas goes. You know, when I talk to you about Count Dooku and Darth Sidious, that's how I feel right now. <laughs> it's like, Lucas, shut the fuck up. And uh, Hannah says nothing. You. Hannah says nothing in response like, to that. Anyway, and she flashes back herself to that beach scene. We just can't get enough of this freaking beach scene. I feel like the costume department really wanted to put Lucas in one of those bathing suits that like men in like the 1920s wore. That was like a tank top connected to oh, shorts. Like a unitard. Oh my God. Like Ew. I, oh I really no. think like they want a wrestling outfit almost. Yeah. But like worse. Yeah. Because Lucas is it's, essentially in that, but it is two pieces. He's in like a white tank top, like a wife beater kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But he's like so, like he's the only one that it's believable he's in eighth grade. He's the only one that does not look like he's gone through puberty yet. Because he's like not Which really is funny filling it out, you Sasha, know? Sasha Peterson is an eighth grade. I know, I know. But compared to like Noel Kahn, like the difference between just yeah. like their like maturity is just bizarre. But he's like literally playing with a boat. That in the water, is like so a embarrassing. Boat. Like Go Stuart to a different Little part shit. of the lake. Go to a different part of the lake. Oh, this is why I'm like. You're doing this in front of the mean the girls? Golf, the golf course thing. It's like everyone was not invited. Why the fuck? Who? How did Lucas end up here? You know what I mean? I'm like, I can't Why imagine. Why did his parents let him go there with the, his toy boat? Yes. But I'm like, why does he want to be there? And number two, like, he must have known this was going. Like, there were people there. there like, you know, that, that's why he's there. And I, I just have a hard time believing the Knowles and the Alleys of the world would even want to be at the same function. Yeah. As, as Makes Lucas. no sense. Um, so Allie she starts says making fun something of him, mean. obviously. And Ari goes, hey. No, Hannah does. That's why she feels so guilty. Because then Allie's like, hey, hey what? what? <laughs> I see you. Hey, what? <laughs> so funny. All of her like bully lines Literally. I love. And she's like, hey, Han? Um, never, don't look back. Someone might be gaining on yeah. you. Which is so the way that Allie lived and now the way that Mona's living. Mm -hmm. And like Hannah's not really about that anymore. And we kind of have seen that in the past couple of episodes where she says like, you know, things and about the crown be looking so big, but it's actually so small. And part of me, all this stuff, wonders if like Mona's. I, I think because Hannah was Allie's friend and kind of got this inside look and under like was Allie's friend simultaneously while Allie was being mean to her and bullying her. That's why she has this, and I just think Hannah has a good heart. Is that why she has this empathy for Lucas and Mona doesn't? Because Mona looked at Allie and only saw her on the surface of being this mean person like I, yeah. they had a different understanding of who Allie was and maybe Hannah understands that it wasn't all it was cracked out to be I absolutely hate the dynamic between Byron and Ashley it's like really uncomfortable because Byron walks into the Marin home and like the instantly the way that he's talking to Ashley is like he's interested like it, yeah. it's like weirdly flirtatious it's like he's learned nothing but also i'm like aren't you embarrassed like she knows that you cheated on your wife and that's but why you're they? no yeah she knows ashley or uh hannah told her 
Okay. And, and she says that at some point. But it's like, so Ashley Marin knows why things aren't great with you and your wife. And you're like, what? you're comfortable walking into the house. It's like, I hate the way Byron is acting. Like, Ella's leaving because he's not going to leave right. the house. And he gets to go to the Marin house. It's like, and he, he acts shouldn't like get to, to be walking free. Like, I don't get the, it. When, um, or no, okay. So Byron comes over with a check. And he says, Arya said that, Hannah said that, I need to give you this. Oh, and yeah. And she's like, Ashley's wait, like, what? wait. Hannah said, Hannah talked to Arya about money. And he's like, yeah. And she's like, and then he's like, for the memorial. And she's like, oh, right, right, right. And he goes, I was, I would have written you a check, but I don't trust my checkbook skills right now. Things are I'm a little distracted at home. And he is act, he's like, Ashley's like, oh, you're taking care of the kids, whatever. And he's like, yeah, like, I'm the man of the house right I now. It's like it. so irritating to me because it's, Ella wanted to stay. Yeah. Ella wanted you to be the one to leave, gave you that option. Well, and then, Ella actually wanted your marriage to be fine. And, and Ella never wanted you to cheat and fuck it all right, up. Like, right, 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 right. You know, it's, like, it's just so, and I'm like, wouldn't you not want to admit that that's what you did? Especially to someone who you know how Marin left. Right. And especially if you're trying to be flirtatious in any way, you don't want her to think that you cheated on your wife. That's not really like a great selling point. Well, then it's confusing because it's like he's not actually trying to be flirtatious just at it's all very weird because then um ashley says i know what it's like to like go through a divorce or whatever and byron has a similar defensive line to what aria said i think yeah. it was two episodes ago maybe where she's like my parents are not getting a divorce or my dad's yeah. not leaving or something like that He's and like, byron oh, goes for doing that. yeah and um and and i also hate this for ashley because i'm like come on it's so uncomfortable you, as a woman who like your husband left you and it sucked and it still sucks and like you're gonna like be playing all nice with Byron. I'm just like, don't love that. I don't love that. Spencer and Emily are walking down the hall with Jason and talking about the memorial. And Spencer and Jason are really starting to butt heads here. He's like, yeah. okay, what's going on? Because Spencer is just like asking questions. Yeah, it's it's just like a bizarre kind of interaction. And it's really just leading us up to the point of the scene, which is Detective Wilden barges into the single hallway. And he's like, oh, you guys are going to love this. We're going through Toby Kavanaugh's locker. It's like, I'm pretty sure you're not allowed to disclose that, actually. <laughs> like, you, oh, guys, come take a look. Like, it's like, okay, this is potentially a crime scene or whatever. Like, you can't really You do look this. into Toby's locker. There are, like, Sharpie drawings in this locker of the devil and stuff, like, all over it. <laughs> it's, like, scrawled all over the place. What the hell, Toby? That is... Yeah. He's weird. I will he give it to weird. you finally. He and weird. I, I do wonder if, like, are we just meant to ignore all of this when ultimately he's this like a heartthrob of the saying, year? Saying, Phoebe, I've been saying. I this. know. Um, I know. But so they're over there, and Jason's like, "Well, you really need to turn up something other than Toby Cavanaugh's gym socks." And he's kind of getting like <laughs> weirdly defensive, or, like protective <laughs> over Toby. I'm like, literally a few scenes ago, you were like, "You were like, I they, want it." Toby he's the one. Missing it. Yeah, and now you're like, you shouldn't be going through like. You wouldn't be going through it if he was here and Jason whatever. goes, he goes, you got nothing. And I realized <laughs> that yesterday. And Detective Wilden is like, well, actually, we found out that Toby called Allie the night that she went missing or someone called Allie from Toby's phone. And she took the call. So potentially mm -hmm. there was a phone call that may have led to something. And Emily, Emily, Emily is like, wait, he did? Toby called Allie the night she died? It's like... Emily, what are you not getting? Emily's like, always like three seconds behind every conversation. But it's also she like, has. are we really still on this about you thinking Toby's a good guy? Like, I know that he is, and I know, but like at this point, if I'm yeah. thinking from her point of view, 
I need, I, at some point I have to just be like, you know what? I was wrong. You know what? <laughs> He's not a good dude because that's what every I know, Spencer, the universe is screaming it at her. Spencer is looking at Emily as Emily's like figuring this out. And she is looking at Emily like she's four heads. She's Literally. like, what are you not getting? She's like, I am literally blown away by the way your brain works it's it's wild to me such a weird scene a solo scene for emily for a moment here's Ugh. a question i have my or i'm sorry emily is looking at herself in her vanity mirror she's i guess getting ready for like their date and she puts the scarf that maya gave her on and for some reason unbeknownst to me that scarf transports her to a memory of her and ally of course like a beach. romantic memory i'm like okay what's going on here you know that maya gave you the scarf right well it's because in this flashback emily is wearing a towel that is the same color as the ugliest oh, scarf on earth oh thank you for that oh you're welcome so they see nolcon and prudence walking to <laughs> the kissing rock and ally this is another piece of rosewood lore ally is like you know people have been going to the kissing rock for thousands of years and when you're there you can feel the ghosts of the other lovers looking at you which pressuring you to do it my questions are all of <laughs> Wait, I missed that. Are, pressuring you to do it. Are all of these eighth graders by this rock feeling I'm pressured like, by I ghosts just to no have con. sex? <laughs> Maya's over there like, <laughs> you want to do it. Like, did I just watch Noel Khan and Prudence go to have sex? Is that why I just, I just wanted to believe it's like, like the seven minutes in heaven kind of situation. That's what I would pray for. I'm like disturbed. I'm literally pressuring you to do <laughs> it and so after Do saying what? that Allie Allie is kind of taking a page out of Emily's I know. like Shay Mitchell smirk well, she, book and, and Allie is like she's laying she's flirting thick. yeah she looks at Emily and she's like who do you want to take there and Emily just Emily's like her own little Shay Mitchell uh, smirk and we flash back to Emily who's now like I gotta shake this I gotta shake this memory and she starts like scowling at herself in the, the mirror most, like she's angry it's she's the like, weirdest phase of ever I'm like is she about to go like fight someone like she's gonna see my be so like I might need to actually like up that she's gonna like push yeah. her <laughs> <laughs> she's gonna go to hug her and like body check her in the street I might have to go back and actually like post a, a, a film <laughs> I might have to post like an actual clip of this because I don't know if i could capture it in a photo and i don't know if words are doing no, it justice it's a journey it's a journey <laughs> I, I, lo I love it for her this is the most uncomfortable scene i keep saying that about scenes but this one really does take the cake we have a bunch of teenagers acting like phoebe said like they're 40. this is actually how my dad is with like the boys yeah they're like having a few like ipas before they go to like it's the like, concert exactly. or whatever it's just so weird so it's noel Arya has agreed to go you know to this concert and kind of give noel a chance or try to at least shut Hannah up. So it's Noel, Aria, Sean, and Hannah. Sean, again, just being the most insufferable person I've ever seen on a television screen. <laughs> he goes, he says something about having a band, and he goes, I should know I had one. No, he um, goes, having a cool name is the most important oh, part yeah. about being in a band. Talking about Band of Horses. This is the band that he's <laughs> referring to. Cool no offense. name is no the most important part. Band of Horses, but like, there are cooler band names. There are much cooler names that don't indicate you maybe were a horse girl or boy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, no shade, but like a little. <laughs> um, and all the shade to Sean because he's like, I should know. I had one. And Hannah goes, you had five guys in your garage, to which I say that's kind of a big band. Like that's like, you're acting like that's like, that's not a band. It's like, well, we're not talking about like the full percussion and orchestra. We're talking about like a <laughs> rock band, I think. I'm being led to believe. Um, so they ordered pizza and it's getting there and they're like, oh, we should wait for the pizza. And Noel goes, no, 
Don't throw it away. It'll be perfect room temperature when we get back. What the fuck? First I, okay. of all, I think it'll be cold. I know that we like piping hot pizza. And I know that like there's a community that also likes cold pizza. When, since when do we start liking lukewarm pizza? Like room temp pizza? No, and that's really weird. It's no. also gross. But he needs his crazy bread. He doesn't knock on the door. Oh, and, 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 and the writing, he goes, hey, I paid for crazy bread. I want my crazy bread. Because breath. we're actually learning that Noel is maybe like a bit of a Karen. A bit of a Chad. Yes. He, apparently they ordered this pizza and Noel also ordered crazy bread. And so the pizza the delivery man must have shown up to the house with the pizza but not the crazy bread. Noel sends him back to the pizza place <laughs> to get the crazy bread. Because when the, knock on the door, when the knock on the door happens, Noel goes, must be the guy back with my crazy bread. What? Oh, right. And then it's not. It's Lucas. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So you did pay for it. You do want it. You've made that clear. Wow. Interesting. The crazy red line. Um, so Lucas walks in, still wearing that horrible outfit, and he's basically about to give Hannah all the money that he somehow already has from her sales. This was literally like six hours ago yeah. they put this on eBay. I mean, he's wearing the same outfit. And he has like cash Maybe they, for like, it. Maybe venmo him and he ca- I don't Venmo'd know. an exist girl. Oh, you're right. Hmm, I don't know. PayPal. Snapcash. Snapcash used to be the best. So then Lucas literally like scurries, like runs back out the door. He's like terrified. Puts his hands in his cardigan pocket. And runs <laughs> at the speed of light. Why did you why did you do that? You didn't like shoot <laughs> Hannah. Te- Hannah probably still isn't given Lucas her phone Honestly, number. <laughs> she's like, we're not there yet. Um, Sean is just so perturbed by Lucas coming, and like, I'm sorry, Sean. Are you seriously worried about Lucas? It's a, it's absurd. So where we kind of leave off is Hannah had, had a conversation with Arya at the sink. She was like, "Can you at least try to seem Arya's interested?" Arya again, not even trying to hide the fact that she's like so miserable. miserable. It's like he's about to take you to a concert. Seems like you're someone that would really like that. Like just fucking pretend. Who cares? You can like, sh- and honestly, you and Ezra aren't on good terms. I this know. could be a way to make him jealous. Exactly, and just like also enjoy it. Like you've had a crush on this guy forever. Mm-hmm. At least just you owe your younger self. He that looks much. like a younger Ezra. Yeah, there's. I mean, who who cares? It's one. And night. she has a. Lo- and you're like also asking for questions like hannah's like <laughs> what is actually going on because this is crazy the way you're acting is crazy and hannah's like can you at least try to act like you're having a good time and Arya goes i'm doing the best i can no you're not shut up you're doing nothing you're doing absolutely <laughs> actually zero so emily and maya are on their date they're at the movies and they're kind of just talking about emily's dad we know he's a lieutenant and he was stationed overseas so he's coming back in 10 days and maya stupid Maya she goes are you happy to are you happy and are you I can't imagine how happy apparently, you must be apparently this wasn't a stupid question though because Emily goes I'll be happy when I see him <laughs> <laughs> oh my god you you're allowed to be like a little happy like you're your dad's to, coming home like you know that he's coming home alive like you yeah. can like that's at least a little bit of breath but she goes I guess that's like the point though is like there are 10 days and so she's like well I'll be happy when I see him when I know that he's here and alive. she goes when I can breathe. When I can breathe again. <laughs> and again, stupid Maya. She goes, am I, like, going to get to meet him? Will I meet him? Maya, Maya this is your first date I with Emily. No, Like, Emily, <laughs> Emily could barely call this a date. Like, I, I probably just you're not. getting a little ahead of yourself. And that would make me so uncomfortable. Like, and, like, also, Emily probably doesn't even know how long he's going to be home. So it's like, what yeah. if this date goes really poorly by the end of the... Like, what if she, like, realizes that she can't stand the way you breathe? And Emily's, it's like, like, barely had a conversation about her breaking up with Ben. So as far as her yeah. dad knows, like, she's in a full relationship yeah. with a No, man. for real, for real, for real. So. Oh, wait. So the movie starts, 
are we led to believe that this is the same six seat movie theater no, it is. It is. that Ezra had his movie date with Aria and her mom? Yeah, it is. So again, this movie theater only all of Rosewood only plays black and white Wait, films. Why? I just I'm sorry, I don't see that. For, maybe for my I don't see Emily choosing a black and white film. Like was like go see like Spider Man. They like, it illuminates go see a, a movie. It illuminates the entire theater. One time, oh my god, I went to this movie theater in Nashville, which is like an indie movie theater. Where they play like whatever. Like Aria. No, I didn't. My friends wanted to go see the Lighthouse with Robert Pattinson and what's his name, mm-hmm. Willem Dafoe. But it's at this like kind of more. It's a movie theater Aria would go to, and we go, and it's one of those movie theaters that doesn't. They don't do trailers, so the movie starts like at the time. We didn't know that, so we get there, we get our tickets. Like it's a sold out show. You get the last tickets. We're like, oh my god, that's great. And they're like, it's starting now, so you better go. We go upstairs to the movie theater. We walk in. It is so small. 20 huh. seats, probably. The movie has started, and it's black and white, so it's, like, oh my God. it's pitch black, really, in the seats, but there is, like, this awkward, like, oh, the room is lit up in a really weird way. My friend, Jules, walks in and turns her flashlight on. I was, like, enough, <laughs> enough, because this is the exact theater not to do that, and it's all, they're pissed we came in late. Now you're turning your flashlight on. Imagine, that's how I imagine Aria and Noel go on a date. And Aria's like, come to, and he like puts his flashlight on, and she like starts screaming, like she so, literally melts into the ground. She's like, I knew this was a mistake. But yeah, so they are in this type of theater where it's just like the they are fully illuminated. Yeah. And then Emily goes to grab Maya's hand, and like you would maybe think that this is a date you guys have fully kissed. Maybe you're gonna like interlock your fingers. Yeah. No, they hold. Phoebe said they. We hold hands like friends. <laughs> I don't hold hands with any of my friends on purpose except Chloe. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sounds weird. Except Chloe, but. But you um, know what I mean? Like they like hand hug. Us. Hand hug <laughs> rather than like. Yeah. Yeah. Like holding hands. Yeah. Spencer and Jason alone together. Kind of like a so- murder mystery vibe. <laughs> oh, but it is a murder mystery. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> They're sitting around talking. What like why is it just Jason and Spencer? Spencer is sitting with her laptop that is literally probably as big as the computers NASA uses, and she is like, "Man, rain's coming in at midnight. Stop around <laughs> six a.m. in the morn." They are obsessed with the rain, <laughs> and he goes, "I wish this memorial was gonna be outside." It's like it's okay. You're just be happy that it's happening, you know? Just, or like reschedule it. Yeah, just and- like make lemonade out of lemons, okay? And so they're sitting, they're sitting That's there. That's what they say. That's what they say. <laughs> they're sitting there talking, and Spencer's like, did you know that Toby had called Allison? And Jason's like, no. And she, Detective Bolden shouldn't have told me. But, but he was, I kind of shook him up. He was easy to shake. It's like. Most bullies are. Yeah, why shouldn't he have told you? And he shouldn't have told me that. Is it like is that <laughs> well, a threat he, he, or is that like he's not doing his job? No, well? it's like he goes through an IV and he knows the law better than Detective Wilden. I guess that could be true. Jason's also just I'm sorry. Jason is also drinking whiskey. In the Hastings house. Like, and it's definitely Peter Hastings. Peter Hastings is gonna whiskey. blow a gasket when he gets He's home. not gonna be happy. He's gonna notice. And it's probably actually Spencer's like personal bottle. <laughs> And she's like, I just, in case of emergency, they, keep this on, on their, hand. in the Hastings household, We're on, allowed to on, their, on their 10th birthday, they are gifted a bottle of aged yeah. whiskey yeah. from like Ireland. Yeah. They're, they're allowed to have whiskey, but that's the only alcohol, nothing else. Um, but anyway, <laughs> so then they're talking and 
I am kind of disturbed by how cavalier Jason is. He goes, do you ever think that like people are going to think of you as the girl who was friends with the girl who got murdered? I'm like, yeah, that was your sister. And you're saying this like the girl who got murdered. And then um, Spencer's like, aren't you afraid people are going to think you're her brother or something like that? And he goes, well, that's how the world might look at us. <laughs> it's such a strain. It's like, is there sexual tension? Do we hate each other? I don't know what I hate, the I hate it. There's actually, is. there's like no chemistry or tension because this man is the worst actor yeah. on the face of the earth. He's giving Troy and Belisario nothing at all to work Truly, with. Troy and like walked into that scene. She was like, She's like, God, I'm about to do the hardest work I've ever done in my Literally, life. Literally, she's like, Shay is getting thrown fucking softballs right, over here. Right. Yeah. She's just, she just lets, she just lets to act the way that she acts. Yeah. So but, Jason does tell Spencer, though, that he knows, Allie told him, that the five of them, the liars, got the stink bomb and threw it in and that it was Spencer's idea. So this goes back to what I was saying earlier. Yeah. Allie definitely went to plant that seed for Jenna that like, I'm scared of Spencer. Mm -hmm. This was Spencer's idea. She also told that story to Jason. And Jason says, you were the only one that ever really challenged Allie. Spencer is asking if Jason thinks Toby really did it or like who he thinks did it. And Jason's kind of like dodging the question. He's like, well, the police like Toby Cavanaugh for the murder. And not really saying much else. He's like, but I think it's you. Basically, <laughs> he's like, I was always waiting. You guys were always in each other's grills. Yeah. He goes, I was always waiting for that cat fight to happen. And it never did. And that I'm I like, know of. He doesn't say that. But it's basically <laughs> he meant saying it. that. But also, I'm like, Phoebe, they are so on the nose with trying to incriminate Spencer in this episode. And you were like, no, in the beginning when I said it. You're like, no, they're not. <laughs> no they're not it's every <laughs> scene she's in they're like so did you kill Allie or what I just think I've watched the show too many times that it just like goes right over my head we get a quick glance back at Emily and Maya at the movie theater and they are making out it's like, like just leave the movie at that point they are literally like go they're like Maya Maya drops the popcorn. Maya drops the entire bucket of popcorn. We hear it hit the floor. She grabs Emily's face. They're like getting on top of each. It's like (laughs) it's like a lot. And that's all we get. It's like yeah. It's like okay, okay. Now we're back to the most insane. Oh my god. Oh my god. Aria, we kept just like we were sorry. We were watching this scene, and every line we would look at it was just like my mouth dropped more and more and I know, more we're watching it we're both like oh my god we just like, could not believe the lines that were coming out of these people's mouths and my biggest takeaway is that noel and aria perfect for each other because <laughs> they both have such glaring pick me energy so we open on aria holding a piece of pizza crust and like staring at it with disgust she's like this room temperature pizza is just has gone bad like that's the look and she like tosses it down and noel walks in and he's like uh, and he's like, can I ask you something? Um, like, d- oh my God, wait, you know, he, he comes in, he's like, um, are you okay? And she goes, sure. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. Wait. Yeah, that's the first thing. And then he's like, then can, we can talk I ask for a you sec? something? And she goes, yeah, I guess. <laughs> oh, my oh my God, Aria, this guy literally has done nothing to you. He actually got you concert tickets tonight. Got you like- concert tickets. All he is doing is liking you and you have like, he has no reason to believe that's an insane thing to do. Like, <laughs> Just because you are wrapped up in this relationship, you can still, like, have common courtesy. It blows my mind. So she's like, did, he's like, did I run over your dog or something? Because I don't understand why you're mad at me. She's like, I'm not mad at you. Like, yeah, you're just a bitch. I'm not (laughs) mad at you. I'm just a bitch, actually, (laughs) is the thing. Her mind's just on other things. 
Noel goes, I heard your folks were separated. She goes, they are not No, separate. he goes, I heard they're splitting Split up, up, and she goes, they're they separated. Are, yes, okay, yeah. Just, Arya, give it up. You know, just give it. At this point, but also Noel, okay. Just throwing that in. <laughs> you know, I can't think of what to say to her to make her like me. I heard your parents are splitting up. And then like, that doesn't work, so he goes. But he obviously thinks that's what she's upset about like that that must be why yes but then he, he realizes that. that that's like not it and he goes but i heard about the boy in iceland he's just like yeah. what are all and the like triggers i can use that are gonna right, be like right. oh that's what i'm upset about that could yeah and it, she goes hannah shouldn't have told you that it's like why like she's like kind of trying to set you up with someone hannah's she's gonna want to let him so know embarrassed by how you've been acting yeah, on it that she's like no like she's just like getting over this guy like right but also <laughs> hannah is again trying to be a good friend she's trying to set you up with someone that you have liked forever and she doesn't think you're like in a committed relationship really and she's just trying to help you like get over this guy you're obviously in this funk she's your friend she sees that and she's also Noel's friend right so she's kind of like needs to let Noel know hey it's kind of an uphill battle like there is this guy I just want to let you know going into it so you don't get your hopes too high up or Mm -hmm. if she's acting a certain way like that's probably why and he's like, okay, well, I just want to make sure, like, you know, we're all good. And she goes, of course, you're good. You're Noel. And, <laughs> and he, he goes, goes, great. Terrific. I'm a brand. Oh, my God. And, uh, it's a it's pick-me shit. She's like, yeah, wait. Them. She's like, wait. Yeah. You get it. And so she decides to treat Noel like he's her therapist. And she's like, well, I know what I want to happen with this guy, but right now there's just so much distance between oh. us we we love the play on words we're constantly getting with her <laughs> and, then, and we oh my god then this Noel line goes, guys guys sit just down. strap in strap in oh <laughs> she noel goes does he speak english <laughs> and Arya goes beautifully <laughs> she does a little laugh she goes <laughs> beautifully and I just, I, like, again, I just want to shout out Catherine Cohen <laughs> because it's giving the same energy as when she talks about her being on a study abroad trip where an Italian man goes, your English is really good. And she goes, my first thought was, what's well, the only language I speak? But my second thought was, yeah, my English is really good. Yeah, <laughs> That is Aria. Um, about it's, Ezra. It's so, I, I literally wrote in my notes, I'm so uncomfortable because that's <laughs> exactly what it is. And it gets worse. Because then he goes, <laughs> he's complete, he hasn't listened to a word she said. <laughs> and we know this because he goes, you know, a minute ago when you smiled, I thought I might go on for a kiss. Now I'm not going to. <laughs> but I'm now gonna, I'm going to wait. Yeah, now I'm going to wait. And I'm going to keep my options open <laughs> if that's okay with She's you. like, okay. She gets a text from Spencer, saved by the freaking bell. But the text, S- of course, says, oh. S-O- yeah, SOS. Um, Spencer, we're we're using that a lot. Like, <laughs> like Spencer, it's kind of like, a girl who cried wolf. Yeah, not the like big things. Because are like this is like, a this is kind of a big deal, but it's like kind of a big deal only for you yeah, right like, now. So really, SOS like, like really it doesn't really, really affect anybody else. Like, SOS just, like, needs to be reserved for like uh, a broke into my house. Um, I found a like, body threatened with murder. Yeah, yeah, like there. I don't know that Jason's saying that Allie pinned the, 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 the you, you guys are already taking responsibility for the fire. So, like, this isn't that yeah. different than where we already were, except it affects Spencer more. So, Spencer's like, I know. Spencer's yeah. alone in her house. So, she is. Well, that <laughs> I mean, is true. She, Seems like a wee bit of an overreaction, but it does save Arya. So, we're cool with that. 
Spencer looks murderous. She's going to literally commit homicide. So the girls up and leave everything they're doing. They were all like doing important things and they're all just like in the yeah, I wonder how they got a hold of Emily. <laughs> she was like Spencer super probably busy. Show, Spencer probably has all their locations and probably showed up to the movie theater yeah, and was like Emily. She's like, we'll talk about this later. <laughs> <laughs> and they go back and Spencer's like, I can't believe Allie set me up. She told Jason that I blah blah. And they're all like, oh my god, oh my god. And then they're thinking about Jenna. Why? Because they blinded her. I don't actually I don't know. know. It's but anyway. Not that important, but Arya's like, why or someone's like, why would she want to do it? And Spencer's like, so they know who to blame. <laughs> yeah. Spencer's basically like, I'm being set up so they know who to blame for right. if something were to happen to Allie. Yes. Like a motive, if you will. And Spencer's like got tears in her eyes, amazing acting. From Troy and Belisario, and we get the wor- zoom another in. a horrible line. Yeah, from Arya. Oh my god! Moment. She oh goes, god. Oh, guys, this is still just Ali's movie, and we're just characters filling up the screen. <laughs> Literally, it's like okay, so we're really going with this movie motif. Yeah, we love out here. No offense, Ashley Marin, but this is kind of a jump scare. <laughs> Literally, the camera crew is like, we have a really, really cool idea for the opening of this scene. Um, the whole idea behind this scene is that Hannah's doing something for her family. She's providing. So we're thinking, we actually put the camera inside the refrigerator, the symbol for providing for your family. It's going to be just really fucking powerful. And they're like, let's go for it. And it's really just jarring. It's, so. Yeah, so <laughs> Uh, Ashley opens the fridge and realizes that Hannah's gone shopping. And like but the cameras, we didn't say the cameras inside the yes. fridge as Ashley opens, opens it. it. So and really, we get like, boom! Her the face. angle of the camera's not jarring. It's just that Ashley's face is so we close just, yeah, it's to the an lens. Angle we are not used to seeing. She turns around to Hannah and we see that this fridge is like stocked. Stop, There's stopped. a pineapple. I, there are all kinds of things that I'm like. Was this like the best? Like, okay, was this the best? A lot of produce. Your money, a lot. Exactly what I was thinking. A lot of produce. That's gonna go bad, and then you're gonna have to sell more stuff. Like maybe I was focused on like stocking the pantry. We like really only ever see Hannah and Ashley Marin drink coffee. I hope that you guys meal planned. Like I hope Hannah Hannah were like, I'm choosing ingredients to make specific things that these these things don't go bad. But no way. Logistics, logistics. Ashley Marin's like, did you go grocery shopping? And Hannah's like. Yeah, I sold a couple of my bags. <laughs> and Ashley goes, don't ever do that again. Never do that again. She's she's really upset that, like, I, I think she feels like a failure as a mother almost in this moment. She's like, I j- you can't sell your things. Like, it's my job to provide. And Hannah's like, really? It's fine. And, and Ashley is just not cool with it. Just heartbreaking. They have a kind of moment of looking at each other and really seeing each other. And it's a great moment. Sweet moment between mother and daughter. And. We really love this. And refrigerator. And, and refrigerator. It's almost like it's a character in the show. Um, but Hannah's actually on her way to the memorial, so gotta jet. Another jump scare. Yeah. <laughs> I actually, going through all their speeches, I did forget that that happened until right about now. So the girls go into the memorial, and they're all sitting down, looking at who's coming in. People could not look less excited to be here. They look miserable. They're inside because it's raining. Like it's just, it's just a bleak scene overall. And then Ian walks into the room. Now this is Ian 2.0. We had a little right. flashback to Ian. If you don't remember, he was dating Melissa, um, and kind of had like a weird moment. We get this flashback when Spencer's doing her thing with Ren, so it leads us to believe 
something's going on there. In fact, we know something is because Allie's like, you have to tell your sister. Right. So that's really all we know about Ian and it's a different actor. Um, so it probably could be a little confusing. Yeah. The girls, who is that? So the girls turn around and of course have to let the audience clue the audience in and they go, is that Ian? Melissa's Melissa's Ian. So just so you guys know, that's who it is. And he's at Allie's funeral. And then we also have detect, I'm sorry, Memorial. And then we also have detective Wilden enter. Yes. And all of the girls are going through their speeches. Oh, also need to say that Jenna is sitting literally next to Jason. It's really weird. The seating, the seating chart is off. Uh, Spencer, if you could get on that. Yeah, if we could next time, like have a little more foresight, that would be great. Yeah. So each of the girls is giving a speech. Um, Spencer, interesting. Every single one of these speeches is like, Okay, things I would not say <laughs> at a memorial for, for my best friend, especially if I am, like, under investigation yeah. for her murder. The murder is, like, currently being investigated. I would be pretty careful with the words I'm using. Yeah. Spe- I, I probably actually wouldn't bring up the emotion of anger whatsoever. At all, especially from somebody like Spencer, who this whole episode, it's, like, we're leaning into this idea that maybe she had something to do with right. it. So she's like, Allie was the first friend I had long enough that I felt like I could be mad at her. Okay, strike one. Then she says, or then we move into Hannah. Hannah's like, friends can be really hard on you. It's like, okay, strike two. And we just kind of keep going like that. Um, Aria, of course, is like a very pick me line. She's like, you plant flowers and you paint lay tiles. tiles and, and somewhere in the middle of all that work, stop crying. Aria, you, you haven't cried once. I have not seen you cry. <laughs> no, that's facts. And Emily is just like boring and sweet i guess she's like this is a safe space think of Allie when you're here we get back to spencer (laughs) perhaps the greatest line she goes Allie would have liked that you were all here she would have liked the attention and she laughs actually she would have loved the attention (laughs) okay i think we got it when you said she liked the attention even that was like a little too much um she goes (laughs) she would have laughed and Allie laughing was was awesome that was amazing (laughs) and the way she said it is so weird she's like that's amazing amazing. And, and then it goes to detective wilden and his face and it's like huh Maybe she didn't kill her. Like, she's like, maybe she did like her. It's like the one nice thing that anyone's pretty much said about Allie. Like, yeah, that's actually about her. It's, <laughs> Not it's just odd. like her. Yeah. Her aura. <laughs> so but we so, got to move to Jenna's speech. Yeah, and Jason is walking her up. Insane. Eerie. Why does Jenna have the nicest speech out of anybody? <laughs> like, why? No, seriously, why? She's like saying nice and things These about girls her. should feel horrible after hearing Jenna's speech. They're like speech. so scared of what she's going to say. And Jenna's literally just like. They should be scared of what each other I know. were going to say. So Jenna goes up and she's like, you think you know who you are, but you don't until something really bad happens. And then, you know, everything else falls away and figure that out. And Allison taught me that. Which is eerie. When she visited <laughs> me in the hospital, which we, we already know like what. She said, and the fact that Jenna can speak so highly of Allison in this moment really makes me think she believes Spencer was behind this. Yeah. Because that's what Allie said, right? So Jenna says, I you know, thought I knew who Allison was, but I really figured out she's the strongest person I had ever met. And that was like her best quality. And she used her strength to help the people around her. It's like it's really like kind of powerful mm-hmm. sentiment. And it zooms in on Jason and Detective Wilden and the girls and everyone's like, whoa. <laughs> and she ends it and she's just like, thank you. Yeah, from all of us, thank you, Allison. So definitely not what I expected to hear. No. Kind of interesting. Spencer needs to re- relax. She's got She needs to get in down. touch with like Ella Montgomery and like Figure get out, some like, horse tranquilizers. Find her zen. It's 
she really like it's out of control. She's gonna take years off. She's gonna have a heart attack at twenty nine. So they all go back to Spencer's house, which seems to be like the the watering hole for the HQ. Girls. Yeah, HQ. It's probably um, what Spencer calls it. Honestly, let's go back SOS to HQ at HQ quarters. <laughs> <laughs> so they're all there, and they're kind of like recapping. And Jason's there too, and he's like, "Oh, my parents just called. They say thanks." So do I. <laughs> Emily's like, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> it was a lot of work. And then he's like, well, and they also want you to have this. This was turned into the police, which I do not know why they aren't keeping it for evidence. For but real. okay. And he puts it down and it's Allison's bracelet that we've seen many, many times. It's mm-hmm. the one that she made for everybody. Spencer was looking at it earlier in the episode. Yes. Or so we thought. Well, yeah. So we know that the girls already have this bracelet, right? They found it in the woods. Mm-hmm. It's been in like a bunch of scenes. Um, and now Jason's giving it to them saying that it was handed over to the police or whatever. No, I think Allie was wearing it. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, it was on Allison's body. This begs the question, like, who put the other bracelet in the woods for the girls to find? Who made it? We know there are two bracelets. Somebody made a copy and the girls are super freaked out. I would be too. I don't know how these girls sleep at night. Literally don't know. And like Spencer alone in that house. No. Every I, night. I I'm like thinking about all of them getting in their cars to drive home. Like I would be and petrified. Spencer's backyard is connected to the De Laurentiis no, backyard. Like, no. I mean, maybe not. A, I don't know if the map works out that way right now, but it's a big plot point in the end that like they are, they're shared spaces. Yeah. So it's like. It's very, Spencer, it's are very you not just like creepy. spooked all the time? And like we know that the St. Germain home is a haunted house. Right. We actually know that like all of Rosewood is inhabited by ghosts actually because we've got the ghost of the kissing rock. We've yeah. We've got right. Maya's entire family. And like really like bizarre ghosts that yeah. like pressure teens into having sex. sex and it's kind of like inappropriate. Psychics. It's just, there's a lot going yeah, on. Yeah, there's so much happening. But we can't think about it for too long because we've got to get to our A scene. Or is this it? This one. What do you mean, is it an A scene? Is it in it? We don't know that. I mean, typically these scenes at the end are an A scene. Um, well, it's we're led to believe this is an A scene. Right. And it's somebody. that Like, at the memorial, there are all these candles in, like, a weird this shape. Is, like, so aggressive, actually. Yeah. And, and a crime. This Absolutely a crime. This person is taking a shovel and, like, shattering <laughs> the memorial. Like, Banging it against the tiles. They're going everywhere. Like, it's completely it's destroyed. kind of a fire hazard, too, because there are approximately... Okay, All let's actually candles. work this out. There are nine candles. They're I don't know the significance of that. Oh, patriotism. <laughs> and ugh, anyway, um, they're not actually in any... Is it a heart? I thought at first it was, like, in the letter A, but it's not in any formation. They're just, like, they're placed just like around a willy-nilly. Um, so kind of a fire hazard, but, the, the like, what if it catches on a leaf? I don't know. And that's so, well, it's raining, I guess. Oh, right, right, right. <laughs> but, yeah, it's it's a pretty intense final it's scene. Like they're getting some anger out. Yes. This person really hated Allison or hates the people that made the memorial. We don't know. But, or both. Um, no matter what, that's they the are planning on destroying that memorial, and they do so. So that's actually our final scene. What an episode. You said it was one of your favorites. Okay. Were you lying? I didn't lie. I just thought this was a different episode. Next week's episode is my favorite from okay. the season, I believe. So let's the take a SAT look. The SAT episode. Oh, I actually love this episode too. I love episodes in TV where like everybody's like trapped in one place. Like how trapped. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. The perfect so, storm. Yes. So please join us next week. We're going to be recapping 
episode nine. Phoebe just said it's called The Perfect Storm. Um, so the synopsis says, a day of SAT testing is put on hold when a violent storm hits Rosewood. But instead of being able to enjoy the postponement of academics, the girls are stuck inside the school dealing with the drama that follows them everywhere. <laughs> kind this of is, a petty synopsis. Yeah, there are like some pretty hard to watch scenes in this, this yeah, next Yeah, it's episode. actually an intense. I can't wait for it. It's it's. Exciting. Oh my God, I can't wait, guys. Yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> well, thank you so much for listening. Seriously means so much. Um, make sure you follow us on social media. Got a great TikTok account for you. Lots of content. Yes. And the Instagram is the place to go for our reference yeah, pictures. We'll post all of those. And then oh, make sure you Sorry. rate, review, share with a friend. Please spread the word if you like the podcast because um, it's a lot of fun for us and we hope you are enjoying it as much as we are. So that's it for this episode and we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. <laughs>